I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You know you got a roommate. Call me when it's gone in there. Put the key under the mat and you know I'll be over there. Yeah, I be over there, shoddy. I be over there. I be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know it's there. Ooh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Huh? And you don't even have to ask twice. You could, you could hard. Or you could share it like the last slice. Get it, Shirley. Always felt like you was so accustomed to the fast life. Have a nigga thinking he met you in the past life. Whoa. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is Sunday at 10 a.m. in the motherfucking Eastern Time. Yes. And then, I don't know. It sounds like we might need to give our guests a private moment the way they were interacting with each other with them lyrics you I had know. going on. Maybe I picked them. Big just for you, man. You know, I, they, I can pick them. That's what they say, man. Um, well, we do have uh, some very special guests, man. They've been on the show uh, many times at this point. Yes. Um, yes. Feels like it's been a while, but it always feels like it's been too long. Uh, when we have them back, it's uh, Shirley and Chloe from Chonilla.com. Uh, follow them on Twitter, Chonilla.com, uh, at Sherisaurus, at Clovisaurus. Uh, go to their website, Chonilla.com. And, of course, uh, join their Facebook group, man, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everybody else is. Uh, why? Why Don't you feel like a loser for not being in already? Yes, and if you're going to do you did not do it right. It's Chonilla.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, nothing. Okay. Oh, All right, God. cool. Well, this is a good show. A wonderful show. Uh, have fun, you know. Uh, come back next week, everybody. Well, I guess not. Um, how yes. is y'all? Uh, can I ask y'all now? Y'all are in Canada. Okay. Yes. This is a well known fact. Um, are y'all, do y'all celebrate Thanksgiving up there? Yeah, yeah, we did it in October. Yeah, some people take it more seriously than others, but yeah, yeah we okay. celebrate it. Oh, y'all Thanksgiving is in October? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which makes sense. I feel it for it for for America, because you know you got one month before Christmas holidays, and then you got to do the whole you know turkey within a it's month. Too close together. It's too close together. Yeah. You need a good two months leeway of mm. turkiness. That is smart. Well, do y'all <laughs> do y'all call it Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We no. call it Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, which is kind of awkward. Mm. You know, we we had a guy. What's the French word for it? Oh, action de grâce. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I have a question. And not to get off topic, but what is y'all history? Is y'all history like ours? Did the white man come and take the land from the Indians too? And y'all was like, we don't call it Thanksgiving like they do in America? Or was there another reason behind it? Actually, it was, it was thanks, more like a- thanks to the M education that we received from Mr. <laughs> Wab Canoe. Shout out to Wab Canoe. <laughs> He's actually like a, a prominent um, First Peoples uh, I'm not representative, but in Canada, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, indigenous people, native people in Canada, he's like the guy mm-hmm. that everyone goes to that he repre- represents in a way and talks about the culture. And, and so unlike in America, the white man, you know, practically stole America, but in Canada, they they made a deal they didn't they didn't do it like in america they you know they came to an agreement but it was more like a trick it was but mm-hmm. it was a total trick and they never ever ever mm-hmm. <laughs> uh came to their promise with their agreement in terms of you know because they didn't mm-hmm. fight uh uh first peoples here they didn't fight them first people said hey welcome and you know and the white man said hey you know let's let's come with the contract and 
you know, mm-hmm. let us do this. And they were like, okay, that's cool. And then let us do that. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, they never. Um, but we all know how white people do. Right? Yeah, white yeah. people yeah. basically lied. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I wouldn't looked up the biggest differences between Canadian and American Thanksgiving on this website, mentalfloss.com. Canada probably did it first, so that makes sense. Why y'all do it in October and right. we go to November? Correct. And you know, America, we're always procrastinating. We put shit off to the last, last minute, and then <laughs> next thing you yeah. know, so you gotta, say, oh yeah, I'm also we better do something. Right now, you got to do fucking Christmas right after Thanksgiving because you couldn't do it in October like a responsible person. Right. <laughs> um, of course, number two is y'all still celebrate it first, so yeah. you got yep. that. Uh, three holiday legislate. What does that mean? Thanksgiving is a statutory holiday in most of Canada, meaning that it's celebrated nationally, but can also be legislated at the provincial and ter- territorial levels. But in Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, and Labrador, y'all have a place called Labrador? Oh mm-hmm. no, Labrador, New Brunswick. Okay, so that is a place. And, and yeah. No, where's Olin that? Halifax. Halif- which is Nova Scotia? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Nova Scotia, Thanksgiving is optional. So oh. y'all don't have to do it. Mostly, most Canadians still get the day off, but others get paid overtime for working. One word of advice, tell them thank you for working. <laughs> yeah. Overtime. Um, it's a federal holiday in most of the U.S. I mean, in the U.S., so most Americans get a day off to stuff themselves. Then a long weekend to retreat uh, to reheat leftovers still. Many others, from hospital employees to store clerks, clerks to restaurant workers, hold down the fort over the holiday. Mm. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And number four, and this one, I'm just assuming because y'all don't have a lot of uh, uh, different, um, you know, a lot of black people up there. Y'all don't have a Black Friday after Thanksgiving. No, we don't. <laughs> so that's different. I mean, it's African-American Friday here, but... Right. Uh, you know, I'm assuming because of y'all's history is a little different. Y'all don't have Black Friday. Uh you know, where all the black people get the day off and you know, we celebrate by buying stuff. <laughs> and uh-huh. chopping each other's throats and yeah. threatening to eat each other and having kids crying because somebody ripped a doll out their hands. Yeah, and- we celebrate with black on black violence, uh like we do all the holidays, uh right after Thanksgiving and uh it's nationally recognized, but I guess you guys don't get that. You guys get Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. Yes. Which is so much more sensible because that's when the shit's on sale. What is a Boxing yes. Day? It's their biggest shopping day. Oh, do y'all yeah. box each other out? I don't understand. No, no, we line up. We actually line up, Karen, and uh, stay in line. And it's uh, people try to get a whole, ahead of us. We actually say, hey, what are you doing? Mm. And they're like, oh, oh, so sorry, sorry. Because, yeah. you know, sorry. <laughs> It's it's like the universal word hello just saying hello and goodbye and thank you. That's how we say that in here's, Canada. Here's it's a picture just... of Boxing Day. Notice, Karen, oh. no violence. Uh, <laughs> they appear to be in everybody. Orderly, hair is combed. Everybody appears to be in the orderly line. Yep, yep, um, yep. They're like, a, oh no, oh. go ahead, go ahead. You know, and it's first come, first serve. Wow, with toy and everything. Wow. Yeah, y'all nice because so, y'all. Yeah, go ahead, Karen. I'm I about to say, because they have dignity. You holler at somebody in America, they be like, fuck you, bitch, and might push you. So do y'all... <laughs> or the combat. Right. <laughs> so do y'all's kids get Christmas presents, or do they get Boxing Day presents, or you wait till the day after? Like, how does that work? Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that, because I've, I'm still thinking strategically, it just makes sense mm-hmm. to just do it the day after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Just go like what I, my uh, ideal Christmas would be 
okay, we spent time as a family, have dinner, mm-hmm. Christmas Day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christmas night, spend time together. Mm-hmm. And then we tell the children, I don't know how I could put the Santa story on how Santa decided to make it on Boxing Day. <laughs> but the idea is Santa just, the list is at the store. And you got to go pick it up or here's the, something. Here, here's the way I see it. Kids and I guess some people get some time off between uh, Christmas and New Year's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how would a kid even know what day is what? Oh, kids. You know I mean, you could just say, how would they know? Just lie to them. Yeah. That's you could just true. set all, all the, the, the clocks and calendars back one day. You're yeah. right. Because the little yeah. one still calls uh, yesterday, tomorrow. Yeah. You could have... <laughs> You could have, time, I'm like, you could literally, yesterday? You could literally have Christmas on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. You could, man. Like, you could, like, you could, all you have to really do is, like, make Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Eve, and then tell the kids, like, yeah, on Christmas Eve, no one watches TV. So, yeah, we just, we're just gonna hang out with the family all Christmas Eve. Then Christmas Day, we're gonna all go to the store, we're gonna pick out your presents, and they'll be like, oh man, this is the coolest holiday ever you know and they'll appreciate it look how many people are celebrating it right exactly. true. they're like wow this is really and then years later when they grow up they'll be like my parents are so sensible <laughs> they, they save like half half the money because everything's on sale the day after um i think smart I, I really do i mean in my household you know we celebrated christmas um um but my parents didn't like uh let us do santa claus but for like i don't know maybe eight years or so and then they switched it to it's us what about you guys? Do you guys let the kids believe in Santa Claus at all, or you guys tell them like uh, this is us? <laughs> no, uh, the the girls believe in Santa Claus, uh, but well, I mean, obviously our son's fourteen now, and he came into his own. He put two and two together one day. Yeah, and <laughs> you're like Santa Claus is my wallet. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> was he disappointed, or was he just like, well, how did he feel when he found out there's no Santa Claus? I think he transitioned when we got him a few things, so it was an easy transition. <laughs> but mm. if he didn't have his presence by then, I'm sure it'd have been a little bit more difficult. But uh, but he wasn't was disappointed. Yeah. He yeah. was more like this it, makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. like it's ah. like he he was more happy. He figured out a puzzle. Yeah, you know, like after ah. you finish the puzzle and you're like, yes, satisfied. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like how he reacted to the whole thing. Like yeah. ah. I yeah. finally put the pieces together. This makes sense now. Like he made that that smooth transition to, you know what I would like for Christmas is this thing, uh, and I know it's you guys. Okay, no, no, no more right. Santa, no more Santa Claus bullshit. Right. All right. No, I, want, I want a bike. No more tricking me. Santa does not have unlimited um, resources because every time I turn around, he can't never get me to call other pony I want it. So obviously something's wrong with this man right. and his list. Like I just threatened my parents. Like I'll tell <laughs> I'll tell Rodney that there's no Santa Claus. It's, Unless it's I get something. You say that. It's true because I knew he knew because the way he was saying things like, yeah, so um, this Christmas, I'd like a PlayStation mm-hmm. Santa. But the way he was right. just saying it. <laughs> it would be really cool if Santa. Wink, wink. Yeah. You know, I'm not writing no more letters, mom. Okay. I think you yes. can relay the message to Santa. Yes. Cause the letters return to sender yeah. here. You don't have to fool me with the North Pole. They always right. get sent back here. I believe Santa's upstairs asleep right now. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Work, uh, worked a little overtime today. Right. And we don't want to, uh, you know, let the girls know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. So he sh- was you trying to blackmail us. That's what I did. I was <laughs> like, uh, I, it would be a shame if Rodney found out. 
what I know. I saw the I saw the presents under your bed, mom. And I need I'm gonna need all five of the Predacons. Because mm-hmm. uh, my parents, man, what my parents used to do for Christmas though, I look forward to it all year. And I have these like really like my brother has like really big ambitious gifts and shit. You know, like I want uh you know a nintendo or something i'm like that's never gonna happen right so, they're not gonna buy that shit like our yeah. parents always get our shit like you know three years after it's cool so it's like here's a nintendo like sega genesis is out though so <laughs> so like um well i would try to have reasonable gifts and be like all right if i could just get all five of the predacons then i could combine them together in the predaking i would be good you know <laughs> even if you just get my brother two and give me three whatever and without fail, every year my parents would get me like two Predacons, and then they'd be like, "Go out and make friends." And that's how you get the other Predacons is you meet some other kids in the neighborhood that have the other three, and then y'all can combine and be Predaking for like five minutes each before taking it back apart. And I was like, uh, "It sucked every Christmas." There's nothing worse than two to three, like, Voltrons or some shit. It's nothing. <laughs> you know, got the whole set. You just, like, your Voltron looks like it's been to Vietnam and shit just didn't quite work out. <laughs> but, Lost a limb. Right. <laughs> got a purple heart. But, but it <laughs> did, it did teach me to, to make friends with people to, in order to share shit with them. So I guess it was a good lesson. There was a, uh, there's a time when I was younger where we had a Christmas that wasn't so lucrative, let's say. Mm -hmm. So I think I maybe had like one or two, uh, gifts that came (laughs) through that were new. But what my older sister did is she wrapped up some of my existing stuff Mm -hmm. and then put it under the tree. So when I woke up the next day, I was like, Oh my God, look at all these presents. What I thought. Guys were tricking Aww. me. We're having a great Christmas. This is awesome. And then I started opening them. Oh, she's like, so okay. bad. <laughs> I was like, I already own these. Now, did she do that to be cruel, or did she think she was being nice? She thought she was being nice. She was meant to be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's that's like almost like a horrible prank. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, it's is. I know. She, like, I can see how you would think it was a good thing. Like. Look, you already have so much, and you got to see all these beautiful gifts under the tree, aren't you? Happy? But I could also yeah. see someone being a complete dick. Like, I can't wait for him to open up his own shit <laughs> and be so mad. But like, why is the eye missing? This is the same. Wait a minute, this is my shit. This really, it, that feels like when um you get like bad grades, and then your parents are like, "I'm gonna fucking punish him," so right. I'm gonna wrap up his own shit, put it under the tree, and then when he tries to be like what the fuck is this i'm just gonna be like well look at all the shit we already got you you ungrateful motherfucker get some better grades <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great comeback that's yeah. yeah when you get a's that means new shit right, right. <laughs> you think you're gonna get new shit for c's and d's that's stupid yeah a do like they did i seen a little a picture of a little boy on facebook it was hilarious his reaction was hilarious he wanted like a, a gaming system and they got a box the exact size of the gaming system it was actually the gaming system but it was nothing in it so he was all excited and oh, yeah, he I went and ripped it open and was like yeah so then he went inside opened it up and went nothing in there and he got pissed and they was like get good grades that's when you get it Mm. Damn! Oh, oh my god! It was like, so wait, that means they bought it stick. and it's in the house, right? But they was like, you will not receive it until your grades improve because we've told you all year to improve your grades. You want to be dummies? Guess what? Dummies don't get gaming systems. Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> yeah, my dad was like a psychological expert, man. So like his punishments are always terrible. But 
um i could see him doing some shit like that or taking the game and put like letting me open it and all that shit and then putting it right on top of the fridge like yep well that'll be nice in january when those uh when those progress reports come out huh because till i see some progress reports around here it won't be uh no progress on this won't be no progress on this uh on this sega genesis like i swear it felt like our sega genesis stayed on top of the fridge more than hooked up to the tv <laughs> like we would we would get like the controllers and stuff my dad like once my dad learned like well they can't play without the controllers he just come in yank the controllers out and be like you know y'all didn't do your chores today yeah these so, are mine thank you yeah man it was <laughs> You know, uh, my mom, they learned how to, uh, take the plug out from the outlet to the wall. That's right. And they just, like, and there was nothing else we had in the house that would fit it. I tried everything. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I, remember, I remember the first system I had was, um, I think it was an Atari Gemini system. Mm. I used to have it hooked up in the TV that was in my room and it was like a small little black and white TV, but I used to have to put a, um, a towel under the door so my mom wouldn't see the light yeah did you ever do that yeah man here's the thing i don't know why my parents got us video game systems because (laughs) they absolutely hated that we played them yeah they did like i guess that just means they loved us a lot because they hated the concept of a video game system like if i played that shit for like two hours in my opinion if i was a parent i'd be like oh cool I spent $200 on this bullshit. I'm getting my money. I'm so glad they're playing it. You know, like how much other shit did they buy me where I was like, I don't want this bullshit. And then I never touch it again. Here's the one thing that you definitely got your money's worth as a parent. And it was like, they come in, I'd be playing for 30 minutes. Like, so you just going to sit there all day and play on that thing. Why don't you go outside and do something like (laughs) what what the fuck is this? Yeah. And to me, I think it's a generational difference because you know, with your parents, they're older. They didn't grow a video game. So as far as they're concerned, it was a waste of goddamn time. Like, you know, if you but wanted they, to play, you went outside. You did not play. You you know, they was like. But here's the, here's the thing, though. Before I got a video game system, it used to be, why you want to go outside so bad? Why don't you just sit your ass down and but you do can't something have it both ways now. Read a book, some, you know, and then all of a sudden I got video games like, go outside. Why are you always inside playing videos? It's like, make up your fucking minds. <laughs> like, I'm getting confused. That's why I got ADHD now. Y'all putting me all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's parents true. don't understand because they, they, well, our parents didn't understand because they saw video games like it was just a, a, a really elaborate game of solitaire. Right. Like waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're going to lose all our social skills or something, go outside. <laughs> Where are the A and the B buttons? I don't know how to talk to my my classmates. What, why there's no icons over your head? Where's the thought bubble so I can read your thoughts? Right. Uh, <laughs> I want to know how you feel. Right. <laughs> yes, this is not The Sims. No. <laughs> yeah, like a, a, a bully is about to beat you up. Select, start, pause. Someone, oh, no, I got beat you up. You keep moving. No, you're supposed to pause. <laughs> Why are you twitching? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but that's that's actually cool, man. Um. It kind of like, like I said, it's kind of cool that y'all celebrate it. It seems more phys- fiscally responsible to have your Black Friday after uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember when I got to be about like uh, probably like sixteen, seventeen. I realized that uh, I didn't really care that much about Christmas. I was always looking for the after Christmas sales. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it didn't even matter if I didn't get anything for Christmas because I was going to the mall the next day no matter what. Like and finding everything on sale. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, this game was just $60 yesterday. Nice. Like, <laughs> nice. $25.99. Buying. Like, yeah. Something, something feels so good about that. So right about 
the shit used to be expensive like you know but but also though i did grow up with my parents um like they you know my grandma and stuff they were shopping goodwill the thrift store so to me i didn't have the same attachment to quote unquote new right other, i still don't have it that other people yeah, have me like, either. like um so so for me like having if i had some uh jordans but they were slightly used it wouldn't bother me at all i'm like these jordans were six dollars like that's like <laughs> you know like back when kids didn't care about that shit but as an adult now it seems like everybody cares about like the sale so i guess i was ahead of the curve right because i, uh, I had a rich friend who uh he had some jordans and he just gave them to me and i was like sure hand-me-downs absolutely yeah yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. We, we the queen but like this i am the queen of hand-me-downs in this house because when it comes to technology i always win because every time Roger upgrades or every time some new shit comes out and I see him drooling over it and oogling and ogling, I'm not even going to lie. I, I actually push and encourage because I know eventually it will be mine. You know how it is you encourage somebody because you know you're going to benefit from the purchase also. This is not just a purchase for you. This is a purchase for us. So, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, the Xbox One's come out. So I was like, yeah, because Chris was like, y'all going to crack first. I was thought, nah, we're going to be strong because Roger was being strong. But eventually I was like, oh, this bitch talks to you and it speaks to you and it acknowledges your name. I was like, oh, fuck, if he get one, that means eventually I'm getting one when he get the, the the next one. I was like, fuck, yes. So I get to him. It looks like I got a notebook. He got a, a, a larger notebook because he said he had he wanted something where he could actually read it, read a, um, a larger screen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. That means I get the smaller notebook. So now I can read Walking Dead 2 and don't have to be on my computer. I could be just as lazy as you. So everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny, though, because she told me um, she never told me she wanted a notebook. No. And I would have I would have got one a lot sooner. But she, yeah, because I, I would stalk him and like get him to side eye. Be like, I, you know, and it was it was one of the things. I just should have came out and said something because I would be jealous. I was like, this nigga over there sitting on a chair, comfortable, reading this notebook. I'm up here, my back all hurting all straight, sitting on a laptop. I got my laptop in my lap, breathing all hard with a mouse, and I could be using my finger gliding across the screen like him. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to get a backyotomy. Right, <laughs> right, right. So eventually I was like, look, I want a notebook. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, also, um, you know, you guys do celebrate and stuff uh the christmas um do y'all like go do like a whole like production y'all got a tree y'all got presents y'all you know y'all do the whole like oh santa's coming down the chimney everybody go to bed like what do y'all do we uh me and shirley have a little bit of a different approach i I like to keep my decorations inside the house yeah shirley likes to show off her the decorations to everybody outside shirley wants to put the tree like always in front of the window so that way everybody driving by knows how happy our family is (laughs) know know that you pay your power bill yeah yeah, we're all up to date with the with the hydro bill right (laughs) 
Shirley's like, look, we are not broke, okay? I want everybody to rise by here to know that we are well taken care of. My children are not homeless, all right, people? So please do not bring any hand-me-downs here. Talking about, oh, I heard your family was having a rough time this year. Yeah, no, especially being the only black person in a few blocks. Yeah, and especially because you had that care package come by that one time, right? Oh, my God, that care package was like, that almost came too. I was like, a care what? package. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, that was so like Shirley, three, three year, two years ago. It was a while back, but what happened was, um, you're supposed to give the kids like uh, canned donations to the school, right? Mm-hmm. Shirley just missed oh, shit. this opportunity. Just me. I gotta give it. To and this year. so, because you're the child that comes to school without being able to give food. Oh. oh. My, that's our theory. That's our theory right. that they might mm. think. Like, why? Why would they think that we're we we're, we need extra food? I don't understand. <laughs> now, have, have y'all? Do y'all get um ABC? Like, I don't know. I don't know how the TV stuff works up there. But do y'all watch like uh the show Blackish at all? Do y'all get that up there? Love that show. Yes. Love have that. y'all seen the episode where they, the kid, the twins went and ve- were begging the neighbor right so hard <laughs> that they thought the family was poor and then that one white lady just was walking around like oh you got poor guys oh you're selling lemonade oh yeah, yeah, she was like, wait, wait, up, up. and she was like, leave. Every time she tried to explain that she was not poor. Yes. Oh. They was trying to teach the kids a lesson. They was like, look, we'll beg. Like, we don't have a problem begging. I was like, no, you don't understand. You're begging. Make it look like you don't have when you have more than enough. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. And then she, uh, she went and she wound up like renting that really expensive car. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> she was like wearing a fur, a whole lot of gold chains. Like she got out just to give her her casserole dish yeah, back. Yeah, it, it did. It did. What was funny was that she purposely put a, like a huge ass diamond earring in it. Was like, yeah. oh, that's oh, that's mine. I'm I'm sorry. I just have jewelry dropping everywhere. <laughs> she was like, I better take this bitch back before they realize it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. I think two nights last night. Yeah, that's the night before. Clove's laughing his head off with all the oh, episodes because no word of a lie, even myself. Oh yeah. When I was looking at Bo Rainbow, yes, yes, character, I was like, "That's me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything oh that she does as a mom, as I'm like, "That's me." I would totally do that. Yeah, she like hijacks <laughs> the karaoke. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was like, I don't know the rules, damn it. I, I just, yeah. I just, I just don't know the that rules. That shit was so true. When it was like, don't embarrass me in public. And there was no way he could win because it changed every fucking time. Yeah. Oh, God. I felt so bad for Andre. I was, I was like agreeing like that. You know what, Dre, man? You just got to take this L. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know how to take it and thought he was helping and Lily made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then he almost got it back when he cussed out the announcer at the, um, yes. the baseball game. <laughs> and he left the mic on. And he had enough to turn on, uh, turn on the video too, didn't he? Uh no, it was no just, okay. he left the he turned off the uh he turned off the scoreboard. Oh. He thought he was turning off the microphone, and then he goes, oh. he's like, "Oh man, my wife's just crazy, man. She's got this little thing about, you know, I'm just trying to get back into good graces, man. You know, so I she's you know she's just being stupid right now." And the, the dude's like, "Why'd you turn off the scoreboard?" He's like, "No, I turned <laughs> off the microphone. Oh, oh, but you you doing a good job, man. Just like it was so good. Oh, I love that show, man." It's a great show. Um, well, listen, this is the Black Guy Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just within the Black Guy Tips. Mm-hmm. We'll come up. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to, uh, you know, 
go to those sites um leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read them every saturday regardless of content mm-hmm. whether you like or dislike the show correct just make sure it's five stars help us out the official weapon of the show is potato and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet Nearly. ball is Oh, my ball extreme. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, oh. today, today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Go to their YouTube page, Shadow Dog Production, uh, youtube.com slash Shadow Dog Production. Like and click on their videos. It helps them out. It helps us out. The more views they get, mm-hmm. the more likes, you know, you can leave like a thumbs up, maybe leave a little comment. Hey, like the, like the video or whatever you know they have so many videos on there not to mention um the videos are entertaining mm-hmm. um they also you know they have like short films they have like preview trailers for movies they've done um you know there's there's a ton of stuff on there to go check out even some of the like audio plays and behind the scenes with karen and i when we worked uh with them in the studio had a great time yeah all that stuff is on there so go to their youtube page and uh give it a like man follow that page um give it a thumbs up because all that stuff helps us out a lot um and then of course we have like a little bit sexier let me see if i can find some sexy sexy music here we have a little bit sexier um uh no i don't know about her she's not that sexy um this is all rap okay oh here we go um wait no this is a little too preachy um Trying to find the right sexiness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about Prince? Can you go wrong with him? No. Oh wait, no, that nigga might sue us. Woo. <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Too sexy. Too sexy. He's he's litigious. His, his his fans will search the internet long, yeah. far wide. They will find it. Y'all not snitching on me, man. Right. Alright, how about this? I thought Prince was like the lawnmower man. Wait, what'd you say, Chloe? I thought Prince was like the lawnmower man. He's in the internet. <laughs> he always knows what's hey, going on. Hey, yeah, his, his his people do not play. Hey, he might be. I'm not fucking with that dude or his fans. They're not about to sue the shit out of me. Anyway. Are you getting enough? Of course not. Can you ever have enough? We're all consumers. I bet you love to have more. Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more. With 10 free gifts. That's right. As many as you have fingers and thumbs, according if you didn't have any accidents or extra chromosomes. First, <laughs> they give you a sexy little surprise for her. Secondly, you get a little something for yourself or him or, you know, whatever. I say they gender neutral. You just use whatever you want is what I would do. And third, they give you something that both of y'all can enjoy. Plus, they'll give you six free full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, they give you free shipping. Uh, it's not hard to get your stuff either. All you got to do is go to adamandeve.com, get one item, put it in your box, Maybe it's an item that you will put in your box. I don't know. Um, it could be a adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, anything you desire. Um, I say lubricants, condoms, 
they're sex pillows uh they got like these paddles and things um it's a bunch of shit yeah because you know we know some of y'all old out there so they have stuff to to you know help get your body in the right position where you mm-hmm. can't naturally do it sometimes people need a little bit of assistance mm-hmm. um and you can get that assistance at adamandeve.com just put in code tbgwt at check out and you will get all 10 free gifts mm-hmm. go check out adamandeve.com today select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping when you enter in code tbgwt that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com all right uh i decorated for christmas a little bit around here yeah, don't, don't, don't look, don't wait and depend on me to decorate. Yeah, I decorated for Christmas around here. I got to tell people, I don't know if maybe you're not really big in the Christmas spirit thing. I'm not always big into it, you know, but uh what I did was um I went to the dollar store. I love the dollar store. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like adult candy land. Right. It's you the, can bowl in the dollar store. It's just the closest I'll ever be to feeling rich. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, cause like I went in and I had a list of things I did need and it was like, um, you know, they have like these little, um, things that you put in the back of your toilet that keeps the water blue so it's clean. So yep. I got, I wanted to get some of those cause it's cheap there. You get like three, four dollar. And then I wanted a feather duster so I could dust around the house cause I'm, you know, want to keep it clean around here for Karen. House husband. Yep. And then, um, everything, the, the other part of the list just said, christmas uh just christmas and so then i just bought everything that looked christmasy you know um end up getting like a wreath for the door i got this uh christmas tree silver thing with these jingle bells on it that you put on the doorknob and then like we open up the door like rings like you know like the bells ringing which is cool <laughs> uh, i got a little tin an empty tin and then i got some uh candy canes i put the tin, candy canes in the tins put it by the door so when people come in and get a tent candy cane you know mm-hmm. stuff like that some christmas cane uh some christmas candy like some uh this big ass plastic candy cane that's full of christmas flavored m&ms mm-hmm. got like five of those because it's only a dollar you know like and that's the other thing everything's only a dollar so it's like why not get 17 who gives a fuck <laughs> <laughs> You know, and by the time I finished getting everything, like my basket was so fucking full. And then I started having that like panic a little bit, like, oh <laughs> fuck, man, I'm gonna get up there. It's fucking fifty dollars worth of shit. I overdid it again. Why did I even fucking come here? I might as well went somewhere expensive and bought some shit if I was gonna really spend that much money. And uh yeah, I uh, got to the thing and they were like, Yeah, that'd be seventeen dollars. Like, what? That's it? <laughs> All this shit for 17 it was so listen it was so much shit i lost like i left my drink there i went i got a mountain dude that was like you know code red mountain dude you know those, <laughs> those that shit they sell gamers that's really just the same caffeine as all the other shit but it's like code red mountain dude get you some so i got one because i was feeling a little sleepy and i wanted to like make sure i was up because we had to do a podcast later that day right. and um i left that shit there because she didn't put it in the bag and I felt so rich because I didn't even hesitate. I, I was like, I'm not even turning around. I'm <laughs> never, fuck it. You were balling. Right. Fuck it. It's just, I treated it like, uh, Casey Anthony's kid. It was like, Aww. leave it there. Who cares? I'm going about my life and be happy. I don't need to care about this shit. It, it, I was balling, man. Everybody should do dollar store Christmas, man. Stop 
like unless you unless you're one of those families that like has your shit from year to year that you unwrap and whatever fuck it man just go to the dollar store every year spend like twenty dollars you'll have way more christmas than you can fucking handle anyway so that's my suggestion man it's a smart thing to do i love it i mean that's what we're gonna do this year i plan to do that just get you know because this year it's gonna be a frugal christmas it's gonna be frugal it's gonna be a struggling Look, yeah so I, so i figured for the for the girls i said where my ears i got these and you get two for one like two for one dollar and they got oh. bells on them and everything look at uh, that shit i'd say where my ears thank you <laughs> it is Great christmas ears. wow mm-hmm. yeah no i'm planning to get like 10 10 gifts the best that i can find at the dollar store this year so the girls feel like oh my 10 God. buckets of stuff yeah like, so much yeah. <laughs> right me. So yeah. it's like 10 each. They'll be so happy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I miss those days when I was, like, uh, young enough to not care. Like, I was just like, it's 10 things. 10 things. Mom, are you crazy? 10 things. This is the best yeah. Christmas ever. She just tell you to wild out. You'd be yeah. like, I want everything. Then you get older and jaded and cynical and shit. And you're like, <laughs> you went to the dollar store, didn't you? I was like, yes. oh. <laughs> You know, why did you spend all your money on all of these little things when you could have pooled your money together on one big, better thing? Right. Like, we all want our kids to be smart, but it's really just, it's really, it's really downhill from there. I mean, it's really no, there's really no upside to having these smart ass kids. They figure all the shit out early. Yeah. You're like, your knowledge is getting in my way. Right. (laughs) They just come, they just, they just come in and like, you know, third grade or whatever. And they're just like, you've been lying to me about Christmas. And you're like, oh no. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I, I knew all those A's on your report card was gonna end up fucking right. up my child, your childhood. Yeah, you're trying to teach them to be frugal, and they look at you. They're like, "Look, um, I've done my research, and you don't have enough in your 401k for retirement. I don't right. plan on paying for a retirement home for you. You better get on the ball." Yeah, you be like, "Well, goddamn, there is no tooth fairy." Yeah. And the way oh, I Easter see it, owe me about ten thousand dollars in gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like plus you come in from dinner. Plus interest. You come in from dinner, and they're in the kitchen with no lights on, uh, smoking a cigarette, waiting for y'all to cut the lights on. And then they're like, "Sit down." Mm-hmm. I, I know Santa Claus isn't real. No, <laughs> uh, you know I'm starting. We need to, to have a talk. I'm starting right. to feel a bit uh, frustrated with all these tradition, like Tooth Fairy, mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Easter Bunny, because this year I failed. I, I failed a Tooth Fairy, uh, my Tooth Fairy uh, uh, task mm-hmm. this year. Oh, baby, her first tooth, and I forgot to, I forgot to grab the tooth. No, I couldn't find the tooth. That's okay, because that that whole scenario kind of more reflected reality. Yeah, yeah, right? but I couldn't mm-hmm. find the tooth. I put the money in. I was like, oh shit, what do I do? I can't find the tooth because it wasn't under the, the, the pillow. Okay. What? And last thing I want is that she finds the tooth right. somewhere and it, the whole tooth fairy <laughs> magic is gone. Right. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Like this is, I, I didn't want to run into that chance. So, so we came up with a, oh, I came up with an elaborate story that, you know, if you draw something for the tooth fairy, uh, you know, oh, cause you have to draw a, a picture of the tooth fairy. I remember the mm. first night is because I forgot to grab the tooth. Yes. Right. That's right. And then I said, well, maybe she just got busy or something like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's probably on her way. Who knows? Yeah, she got, she has a lot on her mind. You I know? like, I like that your lie sounds the most like a kid's lie. Right. When, <laughs> like it wasn't complicated. It was like, <gasps> maybe they had a traffic accident. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. A traffic accident. Yeah. yeah. Where you try to sneak because, you know, Tooth Fairy doesn't like it that you see her or him. Mm. So you're trying to look or something and she mm. felt like maybe you might sneak a look. So, or... you're, so you're blaming her. Yeah. It's her fault the Tooth Fairy didn't come by. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's kind of like the Santa thing. Well, maybe if you had been a better kid, yeah. you would have got something. <laughs> right. Dad, is this because you didn't get that raise? Listen, this isn't about me. All right, you son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> second night i finally came through but that's when i was like i i i was like i can't find the tooth what do i do i can't find the tooth mm-hmm. i don't want her to find this tooth and everything and oh yeah it's a big mess it was yeah tooth, oh, yeah it was a big, a big mess tarantino mess over the tooth fairy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird that thanksgiving doesn't have a mascot oh uh, thank Mm-mm. goodness the turkey well that well if Thanksgiving has a mascot. If it's the turkey, then you eat the turkey. Like, that doesn't right. make sense. Like, well, no it's other- a delicious mascot. Who said the mascot had to always be some shit you don't eat? Well, that's not like we eat Jesus every, th- every Christmas. We don't eat that money for Easter. Like, but you eat the eggs. The eggs aren't. The, the eggs aren't the bunny though karen you didn't <laughs> you wouldn't like sit the easter bunny down and be like now motherfucker you fucked up didn't you, <laughs> you should, we're you gonna should. bake you at 355 <laughs> real slow right like it's just that is weird that the uh thanksgiving mascot is the turkey um mm-hmm. but uh yeah man i you know i think that um everybody should do dollar store holidays man I, yeah because they have all the shit that by the way that also pissed me off at all the other places because I was like, I can get a fucking reef for a dollar. Mm-hmm. If I would have went to like Walmart, the same reef, they would have like, like $5. 5 to 10 to 15 depending on how big or how elaborate you want it. And you, right. didn't, and you didn't get anything. And I was shocked mm-hmm. because like for us, I don't want to say we don't really celebrate Christmas, but it doesn't mean you know me a lot of people you know they get the snow and the cheer and you know this is some people's favorite time of the year and that's great Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to steal your happiness but it's just one of the things where i'm like i don't care i hate to be like that i just don't Mm -hmm. and so um the last time i really 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 decorated it's been a few years ago we put that shit up that shit stayed up to like may or june july somewhere around around in there and it stayed up i was like fuck it i won't decorate no more because i know me i will be looking at this shit fair we kept passing by i was like why are we putting this shit up we're gonna look at it for six months out the year i i enjoyed that kept christmas throughout the whole year well that's true christmas spirit that's true um but yeah i i definitely went and got some stuff maybe i'll go back and get some more and finally get that drink that i paid for but um dollar store christmas man y'all should all try it about the dollar store do you our doll the biggest thing in canada the most popular dollar store is like the walmart of dollar store it's called dollarama Mm. okay we got dollar tree down here yeah we just got dollar tree uh dollar general which is not really a dollar dollar store store. Mm. um and then uh we used to have the dollar store i think they changed their name to dollar tree so i think we really only got that one yeah we got and and it's a true dollar it's like a dollar like 106 107 you know plus tag very per state but you still feel like you balling okay okay because because i don't most of the stores are starting to do that in dollar stores I'm finding where now they'll sell at the dollar store things at $2 and $3. Do they do right. that? Are they starting to do that? Not, not at the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree is like everything's a dollar. We will not go over a dollar because when the Dollar Tree first came down here, since everything was a dollar, they didn't take debit and credit cards. 
they yes. was like motherfucker it's a dollar we, we 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 do not have money to pay the fee that everybody's gonna charge us but now the dollar tree which a lot of people don't realize has gotten fancy they take debit and credit cards now they even take ebt cards you can yep. even come in and go and literally go grocery the, shopping the dollar store gives you cash back but i don't understand how that works like do i get like it was like you want twenty dollars like do i get twenty ones like a stripper or something yeah or, Am I, yeah. you know, like, what's the deal with, like, who, I don't know, but, you know, I appreciate them because they look out for us. Yeah, they are true dollar. Yeah, we have, of course, family dollar, too, we forgot to mention. Yeah, family but, dollar, same thing, not a dollar, though. You go in there, like, like Shirley say, yeah. it's still three nine nine. you're like, this is not a dollar. Right. A dollar store. What's your cap where you're starting to feel like if, when you go to the cash register and you're at that amount where mm. you feel like, okay, reality is hitting <laughs> yeah, I, you, I don't feel for, like I'm at Candyland anymore. <laughs> you know what? I've never experienced that, that at the amount. dollar store mm-hmm. because the dollar. Here's the thing: about, this is what's great about the dollar store, and everyone should try this. Just fill up a fucking like fill up, grab one of those baskets at the right, and just fill it up. Mm-hmm. Just fill it up, just because we're used to filling up things in other stores, and then there's a feeling to like. Okay, now it's getting to be too much. That's, yeah, now you know, it's like three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, gotta put I don't this know. Bag, gotta put this bag. Yeah, like I don't. This this grocery store trip was supposed to be like a twenty dollar trip, and I'm starting to feel like I'm in the fifty dollar range. This, yeah, this ain't twenty dollars worth of shit. <laughs> the dollar store is the exact opposite. It always feels like, oh god, this is oh shit. I know I'm. I just did too much this year. This is stupid. And every fucking time it's like, and that'll be seven ninety nine. You're like seven ninety nine. How did you do the math? I guess. I mean, <laughs> right. I'll, I I'll, guess I'll rip you guys right. off, and this is what you think I owe. Right. I, I feel like I'm tricking you, and because the thing I left with three bags. Yeah, you're not right. going to call the cops on me as soon as I walk out of these doors. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to get arrested because I think the thing about the the Dollar Tree that I love is for the fact that. You just buy random shit. You be like, but I got three pair of shades. Mm-hmm. I got 14 flags for the 4th of July. And I got these little African-American trinket dolls for everybody in the family. And I got me a pack of M&M's, which I didn't need. I got a soda, you know, and you be like, well, I got well, a lot of by, shit. By the time I left, I had other shit that I didn't like. I got some things to clean out your ears. I don't know why I got that. No. <laughs> It was a dollar. Is it that, that vacuum thing? Nah, it was some type of weird scoop thing. It was a dollar. If it doesn't work, my ears are still clogged, but it only cost me a dollar. Right. Um, I got, uh, fucking, um, these can't, like, Twix and, um, I forget the other bar, but those were like, you know, you get like 12 of those for a dollar. Oh, they were delicious. The little, like, mini Twix and shit. I'll just put them in the fridge and froze them. Um, I ended up getting, like, so much shit that I just didn't need. That I wasn't even planning on getting because it was like a fucking dollar. Right. So I think everybody should do it because, like, I feel like, you know, with the value of a dollar being, you know, not what it was when our parents were growing up and shit, and how you kind of always feel broke, even when you're not, even when you have a little something, like, something's gonna happen and then I'm not gonna have this money anymore. So, like, why not go treat yourself, you know, once every, once every four to six months, just go to the dollar store. You'll walk out and you'll be like, I can't believe this shit was only like, you know, $12. This feels like a lot. And like I said, I've never felt ripped off because it's so much shit for that little bit of money compared to everywhere else. Right. And when you do it, do it up right. Just go in and just ball out. If you feel like thinking about get it, getting it, get it. Because we like buy coloring books. 
crayons. Mm-hmm. Um, our Dollar Tree down here is even fancy. They even have pregnancy tests. Mm-hmm. They have um, all kinds of like real groceries now. Mm-hmm. Like you can go get your eggs, your bacon. You know, only thing they don't have is like the the, the seafood department now. Well, you know? everything in there is in quotes. It's not like gro- groceries in quotes, guys. Like, yeah, in you quotes. Know, not, yeah, yeah. Don't, you, don't, it's not really groceries. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get like full fledged grocery shopping it, like at the Harris Teeter. It, no, it's steakums and t- uh, those Mr. P's pieces and shit. It's right. Not, not real groceries. But if it, you get a dozen eggs, that's a dollar. I didn't even see eggs in there, Karen. I've, Are I've you saying eggs. something that's happened, or are you just yes, making I've, up? Yes, I've seen eggs okay. in there before. Yes, you got to be have. careful with Karen. She will just make it up. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I've, I've seen eggs. All right. That's why it's a sin. I, I saw a lady have an attitude at the dollar store, oh and I God. thought, <laughs> somebody kick her out. She's you, ruining Candyland. I've seen that, too. You know what? I saw... She's ruining Candyland. <laughs> Not. It's a fucking dollar. It's a fucking dollar <laughs> store. You have no right. Here, here take to one of my dollars. Out. Like, you have no right to come in with attitude, mm-hmm. and you have no right to give any form of attitude yeah. to the people who work yeah. there, because it's the freaking dollar yeah. store. Right. And don't be mad and angry about the lines or anything. It's the motherfucking dollar store. How, how much do you think they pay the employees if every motherfucking thing in here dollar? They probably pay them a dollar per hour. I don't know. So it's like, be goddamn patient. Of course the line is going to be long. Of course they, of course it's five people in the back, but only one cashier. It's the goddamn dollar. Dollar Tree store. What do you expect? They're going to be the cashier. They're going to blow up the balloons. They're also going to be the manager and the assistant manager and float around and help everybody too. It's a goddamn Dollar Tree. I'm like you. Don't ruin Candyland because you have an attitude. Well, you know what's funny? Um, they have like a balloon section in there where they like have, you know, dollar balloons. They fill them up with helium for you. And then you use it for like birthdays and stuff like that. It's re- it's a really good place to go for se- for like if you want to decorate some shit for cheap, you're just gonna throw it away anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was in there one time and <laughs> these people wanted these balloons, and there was like I don't know why there were so many people that wanted balloons that day. I can't remember if it was like graduation day or something, something. But yeah, something was coming up. Everybody was getting balloons, and this lady got the biggest fucking attitude. Like, how dare I have to wait? On balloons at the dollar store. This is crazy. It's it was like, like, bitch, you should have went to Party City if you wanted better customer service. Right. Oh. It wasn't even bad customer service. It was just 17 people wanted fucking balloons that day. Like, right. there's no store where they can deal with that kind of demand and just be like, and here's balloons coming, like, right away. They have to, like, and there's nothing the person was doing slow. It's like, you have to wait on the helium to fill the balloon. And then, yeah. then you give it to the person, and then you got to tie the shit up. Like, it's always going to be something. And this lady had the biggest fucking, ah, ah, oh, my God. I can't believe this. God, looking back for, like, support and shit. And I was looking at her like, bitch, it's a dollar. <laughs> right. It's a dollar. Right. Like, you don't get to have an attitude. They have this, like, entitlement that they're so good. Like, they're so much better than this dollar store that they're actually doing the dollar store a favor by giving them a dollar. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the best thing about the dollar store, too, is it's like um back in the day when they used to have, like, porn stores and you had to go to the physical store and buy your pornography and sex toys and shit. I remember those days. I used to love that shit because the whole community be in there. So it's like, you don't get to judge me, motherfucker. You're in here for the same shit I'm in here for. Right. And the dollar store brings that back, man, where it's like, you see these fancy ass white women hopping out of Mercedes and they walking their ass right to the dollar store to get to the same shit you're doing. They tricking their children too. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. 
fuck it we all won that's that's what we need to do that's what america need ferguson need more dollar stores yes <laughs> people can come together and shit be like oh whoa oh are these racist people are here too oh my goodness um uh, all right man we have all kinds of news um to talk about okay uh i guess we should get i guess we'll do the Kazi show first all right get it out of the way uh, let me right. cue up the music yeah let me find some cosby music uh no we can't have the segment without the music i know i always forget to do this ahead of the show um let's see what about this one what version is this oh, wow. Pick a number between one and why are there so many, mm-hmm. Karen? Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. Okay. Let's do nine. Number nine. As Bill Cosby breaks silence. Oh, Lord. Three more women come forward. Oh. Break silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't broke silence. He's just saying these bitches is lying. Uh, I see. Uh, he broke his silence today to thank two women for supporting him through the shitstorm of rape allegations. Uh, those two women were, uh, I believe, Jill Scott. Yep. He thanked her on Twitter, and Whoopi Goldberg thanked her on Twitter. Said thank the Kazi family. Thanks you. So he broke his silence, and then um, three women came forward. Like, mm, speaking of that. I like to break my silence. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Beth Ferrier. What is this number now? 45? How many? I don't know the number. Okay. I lost count. Lost count right. Okay. I yeah. wanted to be sure that I wasn't the only one that lost count. Okay. It's a lot. Uh, Beth Ferrier, who had been named as a witness in the 2005 lawsuit, uh, that was quietly settled out of court, says she dated Kazi for months before he attacked her. Um, which is so funny because a lot of people kept asking these questions like, well, why would these women keep going down there? Well, if he didn't fucking rape you the first three dates, like what, what's the point of not going? Correct. No, just like, and then he raped me and I said, Oh, this, we we probably won't be hanging out too much. Uh, it makes it awkward. Uh, he greeted her backstage and gave her a cappuccino. She said she quickly felt dizzy and nauseous, uh, nauseous. Then she blacked out. Mm. And uh, she alleged that she woke up several hours later alone in her car. Several hours? With, with her clothing and undergarments disheveled. I believe Mr. Cosby drugged me and sexually assaulted me that night, Ferrier told the news conference. 
a second woman says she fell asleep to cosby assaulting her yeah i know that's when you know your rapes are boring oh you know? they can't even stay awake through the rape you you gotta step your game up <laughs> i can't even keep the excitement happening during right. the rape uh one of the new one of the new accusers identified <laughs> only as Shellen, C H E L A N, said she was a seventeen year old aspiring model when she met Kazi. Oh. While she was working at the Las Vegas Hilton. He invited her to the room on the promise of meeting a representative of the Ford modeling agency, she said. While there he gave her two shots of amaretto and a blue pill that she said immobilized her. She said she passed out as Kazi began sexually assaulting her on the bed. When she came to many hours later, she recalled Kazi telling her daddy say, wake, says, wake up. Wow. But I guess she couldn't wake up with the dick, so he just had to wake up afterwards. I don't know. It it makes me nauseous, you know, hearing stuff like this. And it's, it's, it's not the, okay. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that he's fucking, he's fucking Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? Like for, for, it, it doesn't seem to me like he would have any difficulty getting, getting some ass. Right. Bill Cosby. He's in it because he likes the the rape. He likes the, he likes the, the the drugging and he, that's the part that he enjoys. He likes them being comatose. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, to me, it sounds like this is his quote unquote fetish. Like this is his thing. Right. Cause it sounds like a lot of these women came to him under the auspices that there might be consensual sex taking place a few women even said they dated and had affairs with him yeah. you know for for a while and then it's just like and eh, now i'm gonna drug you because this is what i really want i don't want you know and who knows what the psychological issues could be uh there you know um right. the last the third woman was helen hayes uh she said he groped her while she was attending clint eastwood's celebrity tennis tournament in pebble beach california in 1973, he approached me from behind at a restaurant and reached over my shoulder and grabbed me by my right breast, she said. Um, and uh, I wonder if, like, the people that only got, like, groped or he tried to do something but they didn't take the drugs or whatever, I wonder if those people um, are, like, you know, the people that, uh, like, like the other people look at them like, whatever. Like, you ain't even get raped. What are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> possibility yeah, yeah. you like they count like like uh for people to play spades they count like possibles in spades like <sighs> three, that's three, not a whole book yeah three rapes and a possible that's not i don't know that that, that walks uh you guys pick uh a uh, uh, clove you give me a number one through a lot uh i'm gonna say 23 all right let's see we have 23 of these nine 12 15 18 21 wow we have exactly 23 um well oh here's the thing we already played 23 for some reason i don't know why it's still on the list or maybe i i've saved it twice because there's so many but it's just the interview where he told dude to bury it so let's go to 22 right uh actress says bill cosby forced oral sex during the johnny carson appearance shit damn shit he He, going old school johnny carson asked he asked her for forced her Forced her for okay. The actress who played Rose in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and starred in the seventies show Love American Style claims Bill Cosby stuck his penis in her mouth in her dressing room before her uh, an appearance on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Well damn. The sixty eight year old Louisa Moritz uh told TMZ she wa- was at the NBC studio in New York in nineteen seventy one. 
waiting in the green room for her appearance on the show she says there was a knock at the door it was cosby who uh who she says walked in and said he was impressed by her work oh my god and implied that he was going to see to it that i will become a major star through his direction Moritz, who also played a cop in Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, says Cosby suddenly approached me, took out his penis, which was now in the line of my face. He's five. Uh, she's five feet uh, and pressed it, uh, pressed up against it. She goes on to say he took his hands and put them on the back of my head and forced his penis in my mouth, saying, have a taste. Of, I mean, have a taste of this. It's putting bop. It will do you good in so many ways. <laughs> she says she says as Cosby walked out he turned and said now you don't want to upset me and the plans for your future do you uh Marit says she never told anyone until now she says although the statute of limitations has run out she's intends to file a civil suit against Cosby Cosby's lawyer Marty Singer tells TMZ we've reached a point of absurdity the stories are getting more ridiculous Morris is a lawyer who was dis- dis- disciplined by the California State Bar and ordered not to practice. We pulled the documents. She can't practice because she didn't report certain quarterly reports. The nature of the reports is unclear from the documents. So, uh, so yeah, his- when you hear stories about people trying to make it in Hollywood and you hear, you hear actresses all the time, like this per, you know, they never say names, right? But it's kind of like, an understanding that if when you make it to Hollywood or if you're trying to, you're going to run into creeps. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you hear stories where it's like they don't say nothing because those creeps are people who are well known. It was Bill Cosby. Right. And now Cosby is a representation of that. And I'm sure that it's not just him. I'm sure there's other people mm-hmm. who own as well, whether if you're in the industry or they're a public figure like him. But that's what it is. It's like he's that 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 crack of the story where now you have a face for something that's been going on in in not just music industry, but any form of entertainment industry like this, where Mm -hmm. people of power, people who have influence of some sort uh, in the within the industry or a public figure have been doing it for like decades Mm -hmm. in that field, Mm -hmm. decades. Mm -hmm. And now he like it's all coming up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is an example of that. Gameshi in Canada is an example of people taking advantage. They're guys that just basically know that you want something from them and will charge you whatever they feel like charging you. Yeah, I'm into this and you want something from me? Mm, Okay, feed me my desire. And I think those guys also rely on the fact that you will feel shame from what they've done to you because people will judge you for even trusting them in the first place or (laughs) even like being around them. So, you know, as much as our society pretends to be so progressive and ahead of these other cultures, like what's really the difference between saying a woman can't hang out with Bill Cosby without expecting to be raped and, and saying that a woman can't get on a bus in India without expecting to be raped or a woman shouldn't be out outside by herself in uh in a burqa or without a burqa or at night or whatever without expecting to be raped this still puts this like onus on our on the victims of sexual assault to be like a perfect victim or else they can't uh you know they they should be ashamed of themselves and you know i you just hear that 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 type of um mentality pushed so fucking much by so many people it's really frustrating to listen to 
Yeah, Jill, Jill Scott had a tweet where she was saying that, you know, women out there, it's very important that you do get, you know, the, the, the rape kit done from, uh, from after an assault has mm-hmm. taken place. But the undertone of the tweet was just kind of, she you know, know, devaluing the stories that were coming out now. And this was, this was in defense of Bill Cosby. And I was, I was right. kind of, I, I, that tweet just, it was victim blaming and I was, I didn't like it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, I mean, that was a, a bad look for Jill Scott, period. Mm-hmm. You know, as somebody that likes her music, it was definitely like a, huh, never knew Jill Scott felt that way. So, yeah, well, we're broke up now, so. Yeah, we know. definitely can't go together anymore. Mm-hmm. That's, that's off the table. I had to un- no, no matter how luxurious her boobies is. Yeah, I had to unfollow her on Twitter, you know. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, Shirley, you haven't picked a number. Give me a number, one through, I guess, 20 now or so, 21. Uh, 12 number 12 let's take take a break after this all right uh this one is bill cosby breaks his silence to thank Whoopi goldberg so we kind of already knew this Mm -hmm. thank you miss jill scott for the cosby family and thank you Whoopi goldberg um have we already played the um the view karen where Whoopi was talking about bill's uh bill cosby I don't remember. Uh, I don't think we have. Um, I don't think we have either. That was good. This is not as great. Multiple past rape allegations against Bill Cosby have resurfaced once again. And here's how he handled it when he was asked about him in a radio interview this weekend. Listen up. There have been uh, serious allegations raised about oh, you somebody, in recent They days. say they think we have. Wait, they think we have? You sure Chris didn't play this? Oh, okay. well, I didn't hear it. I'd love to hear it. Okay, right. go ahead. Pinch planet. You're shaking your head no. Uh, I'm in the news business. I have to ask the question. Do you do you have any response to those charges? Shaking your head, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. his lawyer did respond, though. If I could just read it real quick, his uh, lawyer said over the past several weeks, a decade-old discredited allegations against Mr. Cosby have resurfaced. The fact that they're being repeated doesn't make them true. Mr. Cosby does not intend to dignify these allegations with that with any comment. He'd like to thank all of his fans for the outpouring of support and assure them that age 77, he's doing his best work. There will be no further statement from Mr. Cosby or any of his representatives. Yeah. Yeah. This started with a comedian, Hannibal Burris, who's a really funny guy, doing Very a local guy. set in. In, uh, Philly, and he did a bit for about a month mm-hmm. about that. You know, there were teen huh. women who apparently made this allegation, different women, about Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. and he told a whole bit in it about his act, mm-hmm. like, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Howard Stern had him on and mm-hmm. said, and he's like, I've been doing it for months, and all of a sudden it started blowing up. Mm-hmm. And the woman who uh, started the, uh, she raised the allegation, she said she was 17 at the time, mm-hmm. living in an apartment that was paid for by Bill Cosby and her manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said that no one listened to her or the story would never get any national attention until this comedian brought it up. You know what's crazy for me, though? It's whether the allegations are true or not. It's the fact the venom that the public has when they go on social media. It's as if you are guilty until proven innocent. And, you know, if these are true, I I hope these women have their day in court, and I hope that he gets the punishment necessary. But if it's not true... A lot of people have rushed to judgment, and and so I just I just think that we should allow 
the process of law to yeah. follow. It's a tragedy or a tragedy, right? Either he, either right? he raped women. Isn't it? It was a settled. They had a settlement, so it, it already they already had a settlement. So the, and the statute of limitations is over. Yeah. So it's not as if he could be tried for this. For think, any of the other women as well? No. Well, the third. No. The, no one. No one has met these other women as of yet. And and quite honestly, you know, look, I'm, I'm sorry. Having been on both sides of this where people allege that you do something, it doesn't matter now. This is out of the cat's out of the bag. People have it in their head. And I have a lot of questions for the lady. Maybe she'll come on. She talked you know? this morning. She answered questions on GMA, and we have a clip of it because I think a lot of people have questions. Yes. Do we have that? What did she say? I had one glass of wine, and the next thing I knew, I was coming to slumped over the toilet. When I went into the lawyer's office, he laughed at me. He treated me delusional. Who's going to believe that? Bill Cosby? Dr. Hustable? Wow. Perhaps the police might have believed it. What'd you say, Sarah? Is that the model talking, Janice yeah. Dickinson? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was her talking. Yeah, she's not helping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Out of all the women, when I saw her, I was like, mm, "Yeah, you're not helping this this cause that you all that the other women and everything." Yeah, because <laughs> she's I mean, a little. The thing is, though, if you're Janice Dickinson, if it and this did happen to you, should you not say anything? <sighs> I don't. Mm, I that's a good question. I don't know. Because here's my thing. I'm not like the other people. I'm more inclined to believe her because there's 22 other people that said the same shit. Like, people are being like, well, she's lied about shit in the past. I'm like, she probably has. And, does she, you know, she probably got caught in a lie before. Um, but when 22 people say some shit and you just happen to be 23, I'm more to be, I'm closer to being like, eh, she's probably one of the people too. You know, like, rather than, like no everybody but you everybody else i'm sure has some issues but your ass you probably lie you know that's my that's my take on it i mean my take is i i i don't think like it's not that i didn't believe her but because of her what she represents and her character mm -hmm. from the shows that she's done in the past and everything and how she goes on makes me not take her seriously not that i necessarily don't believe her but it just it, it i just i don't know like for me it's like she's a neutral yeah but i just, I yeah, just think ahead. it's amazing that that the uh the word statute of limitation keeps being brought up and i mean is that is that what we're saying as a society that that we haven't learned how shameful rape yeah. makes someone feel that that this can go on oh my god for such a long time well and that everybody is is everybody's like well statute of limitation shrug it's bill cosby let's right. say let's, let's just appreciate it for his artwork perfect, fuck that it's a perfect representation of how uneducated we are and how much people do not understand the rape yeah being That's a, a victim time uh, and the people thing that who are doing it the fact that you have that, the whole statue of limitation is a perfect representation of society not understanding rape and not understanding the whole, every aspect of it. That's because crazy. even people who are victims sometimes have their own ideas I don't think about Canada. this is okay and this is not okay. Right. You know, and I, I don't, don't need to get personal, but I'm going to go there. But sometimes like when I've gone to group 
and it's a mixture of people who have uh, been victims of incest or victims of rape. Mm-hmm. And you have to go through an education yourself because some women think, well, because this happened, my dad did this. Uh, then, then there's certain aspect that, that made it okay. And then sometimes you have to re-educate the person and say, no, that aspect is not okay. Right. You know what I mean? All, like the, like, like it's, it's Yeah, not- there's a lot of women like in college and stuff and, uh, shit in life where alcohol is like, you go out, you get too drunk, quote unquote. And then it's like, well, we, I got too drunk and then someone had sex with me. Therefore, it's not, it's no harm, no foul. Like, it's not really their fault. It's my fault because I went and got too drunk. So that, you know, I gave up my right to right. not consent at that point. And there's people that, like, that are upset with the president and his administration for putting into, like, wanting it in writing at colleges that, no, that is now considered rape. If someone's too drunk to consent, you cannot just go and have sex with them and be like, well, hey, you were passed out. What was I supposed to do? Wait on you to consent? So like, uh, but those, you were flirting with me all night. Right. And you see a lot of people that defend, like that are against this new law and this new, uh, policy. And their defense is always like, you got women that don't even think they were raped. And now you're telling them they were victims. And you're like, yeah, 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 we are. We're, we're saying that you could be a victim of something and not know at the time. And maybe you come to that realization later, or maybe you have to be educated to be like, yeah, your agency was taken away from you in this. Yeah, guess what? Your definition of sexual assault is now being redefined. Yeah, Get over right. it. And it's public opinion. Like, people keep using these fucking legal terms. We're just having a conversation in the public about, do you think Bill Cosby's a rapist or not? Not uh, the statute of limitations. And, uh, of course, if we don't have a rape kit, then the forensically we can't discuss it. I don't know. You get accused by 23 women of rape. I'm on the side of you probably a rapist. It's, it's just me. It could just be cool. me. Yeah, there seems to be a real conversation that needs to happen right now. Yeah. 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 So I don't yes. know. Keep well, I, I just, I, I did a little bit of research and I found out that Canada does not have a statute of limitation on sexual assault. Yeah. Y'all, y'all also have some pretty, um, punitive, like libel laws and shit. Um, so like a lot of people were scared that Gian, uh, Gomeshi was going to like sue those ladies mm. to be like, well, since you can't really prove it, you know, because we even if even if it happened, it's very difficult to prove it's your word against mine. Mm-hmm. I'll just sue you in the silence, you know, and just depend on the fear of legis of, of, of being um litigation. I'll just depend on that fear to keep you quiet. And I think that's what Bill Cosby's does for a lot, for a large part, which is, well, I have all this money. I can get some lawyers. And what the fuck are you going to do? Mm-hmm. That, be- that yeah. behavior though is traceable i mean like mm-hmm. even if they did have that kind of strategy right. it says a lot about their involvement in it and so yeah. if, if it does come out that they were involved in the strategic silencing of people that were coming forward then we'll we'll know about it yep. exactly exactly y'all said y'all need a break man so y'all want to take that break man we'll play some music or something okay i'm just gonna grab some coffee you want me to get you one see si, senor okay. and check right. up on the kids too double double yeah make right. sure their heads are still there that's right there's All no, right, no problem, problem, man. Babes. I'm going to play some uh, trial call quest for everybody. <laughs> All right.
sublime. It's enjoyable to know you in the concubine. Niggas, take off your hats. Ladies, act like Jim. Sit down. Indian styles, you recite these hymns. See, lyrically, I'm Mario and Dreddy on the Momo. Whether Christmas speedy or infectious with the slow-mo. Heard me in the 80s, A-B's on the promo. And my never in the quest to get the paper on the cable. But now, let me take it to the queen side. I'm taking it to Brooklyn side. All the residential questions who invade the air. Hold up a second, son, cause we almost there. You could be a black man and lose all your soul. You could be white and cool, but don't prep the road. See, my shit is universal if you got knowledge of Dolo or Delphi self. See, there's no one else who could drop it on the angle. And cute at that. So do that, do that, do that, that, that. Do that, do that, do that, that, that. Do that, do that, do that, that, that. I'm bugging out, but let me go back cause I'm wet and niggas. So I'm going tell the others that we are the brothers. I learned how to build bikes in my workshop class. So give me this or what, and let's not make it the last. We on a road tour. With my hammer, my man. Going each and every place. You with a mic in the hand. Chinatown, Spokane, London, Tokyo. We on a road tour. With my hammer, my man. Going each and every place. You with a mic in the hand. Buddy, buddy, all up in your face. A lot of kids was busting rhymes, but they had no taste. Some said Quest was right, but now is that the case? I have a quest to have a mic in my hand. Without that, it's like Kryptonite and Superman. So Shahid come in with the sugar cuts. Mike dropped my name, but on stage, call me Dynamite. When was the last time you heard the fight for sloppy? Lyrics anonymous, you never hear me copy. Top notch, baby, never coming less. God's the limit, you best to believe up in Quest. Sit back, relax. back already i was about to jam karen what'd you do to rod why are people saying they've broken one yesterday did you do something to rod karen oh oh my uh yeah my hat uh got got broken uh yeah only one ear is working we Mm -hmm. gotta fix it oh okay they saying i beat i I beat him and and, and broke it yeah well you know these rumors start but look at all these rumors statute of limitations is what i say um Mm -hmm. Right, up C- top. CeeLo Green, <laughs> um, talking about another rapist. He, he says that um, uh, he, it's not fair what's happening to Bill Cosby. Of course, <laughs> well, of course, he's, he's he got a unique that. perspective. Yeah. It's about time that Bill started fighting back, according to CeeLo, and his uh, magical Chihuahua, whatever the fuck this is on his lap. Let me see if I can play the audio. Should we like? Should we stop and think about it before we we start to, you know, start to judge? You think like because he's going through all this stuff and like people are judging him, you know? Yeah. 
and and you base your thoughts off of what people say. Yeah, man. You know, um, he, hadn't, he hadn't said anything, but like, which is also, um, you know, to some, uh, an admission of guilt as well. I mean, like, you know, and, uh, I just, I, I, it's, it doesn't seem fair, you know, any way you slice it. It's, it's, of course. Um, so you think it's an admission of guilt because he's not saying anything? No, 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 no. I'm saying it, it, it's uh, that can be the perception, and it is a perception of many simply because he hadn't made a formal statement. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even CeeLo's dog ran out of his lap because it was like, I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> give me give me at the shots. This is stupid. And I'm just going to go over here on the ground in the car. Thank you. <laughs> and because that's that's what he did, right? He fought his case, oh right? He God. didn't settle. Uh, No, he no, he didn't. No, he settled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah he settled. Mm-hmm. So. And the problem is that he didn't keep quiet. If he would kept quiet. He everything would have been fine. He'd yep. have been on the voice. His mm-hmm. show, but he felt like he had to speak out, so he ended up losing a lot of fucking endorsements over speaking. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. There's more to the clip. Defending uh, himself, but you can't defend yourself in that in that capacity. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. except for that facts be facts and so on and so forth. Like you know, um, the facts have to speak the loudest. You know. So with that being said, like none, none, of, none of it seems fair. And of course, for any victim in that situation, it's, it's highly unfair. So, like, you know, it's really unfair. So, it's not for me to... Really yeah, no, 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 it's not for I you to... I definitely can't judge him, but I, I, I just... It's just unfortunate because he's so beloved. Just so yeah. Beloved, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go, guys. So, he says it's just not fair, you know, to him. Um, it's not fair to convict him on social media. Do you do? I was saying this on our show. Do you think people would react differently thirty years ago, like when he was forty? Because you know he's an old man now, right? Mm. So he's got that going for him. Uh, But do you think people would react differently if he was forty years old or even fifty? You know, still looking young. Uh, I think they would react differently in two thousand five when he was accused of rape. Then, and they said, uh, "No, he didn't do it." Yeah, they were reacting because I, I like because I like Bill Cosby. Uh, I think this is the new the reason that people are reacting this way now. I think is because culture has changed enough to where victims actually have a voice. People, to, yeah, I was gonna say not even have a voice. People are sympathetic because victims have always like alleged stuff uh, about him, but this is the first time people have been sympathetic to it and at least like examined it now it's a bit of irony that it came had to come from a joke that another comedian told that to get any attention mm-hmm. uh which speaks about you know how shit goes viral these days and all that but still right. you know i i do think people would have reacted differently 30 years ago they would have said shut the fuck up like For sure. you know it's not even about his like i don't even think it's about his age i think if um uh just name somebody who's 40 now you know got accused of 23 sexual assaults we'd be like yeah, that dude is probably a rapist. Yeah, and also, you know? just my personal opinion, a lot of this shit depends on who you who you are and the public perception of you and does the mass amount of white people in our country love you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, that's what a lot of this boiled down to. Like, if you, if this would have been somebody else that uh, was, quote unquote, not the safe Negro to love, if he hadn't done the Cosby show, if he hadn't, uh, you know, done all the tours and made millions and millions and millions of people laugh and these allegations would have come up, I think this would have been completely different. I don't think it would have went on as long as it has. Um, and it's one of those things where, uh, I do think that money would have covered a lot of 
lot of shit up, which it does if, if you have the money. But I do think that, uh, even, even a 70-year-old, if he'd have been somebody that the mass general public did not like, people would have been like, yes, he did it. Yes, he should go to jail. There'd have been a completely different outrage about it. And I just feel that in my heart. And also, to me and me and Roger has talked about this is, it was, what's so funny is that everybody is like, uh, everybody that's defending Bill Cosby is like, well, we need evidence. We need this and we need that. Okay. You feel like that about this, but do you feel that same way about Trayvon Martin? Do you feel that same way about these other incidents that are happening in our country? You have came up with your own conclusion without evidence. You have came up with your own conclusion without film, without tape, without any of this shit. But for some reason, when it comes to this incident right here, and every time you turn around, you have more and more and more and more women accusing him of doing the same thing. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, 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 slow your boat. I see no difference between that and this to me. That like That's actually why... I don't want to discount Janice Dickinson for being a crazy as a bag of nuts. Me either. Because, because I, because I'm like, yeah, she's crazy, but this nigga has raped everybody. Correct. So, like at this point, I'm more inclined to be like, yeah, probably right. And, you know, like rather than be like, but not, not so fast, crazy. You don't get to slide in with the rapist. Like, uh, nah, he, he probably did it. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I think, I think too. Like, I think uh, globally, we kind of go through these. Um, these immoral evolution, you know, kind of thing where it's like you, you get to a point where you realize something is wrong and you have to do something about it. But there's still people that want to hang on to it and still, you know, because they don't really they grew up as it not being wrong and stuff. This is Correct. something that, that we're transitioning into now where it's like right. breaking the silence isn't met with that shame. Yeah. Right? yeah. So so we're seeing a lot more of it. And there's less it, of a tug. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you right now, I, I give zero fucks. For anybody who's, you know, uh, sweating right now because they're worried that people are going to break the silence on their assaults. Right. Correct. Um, I'll, I break yeah. those silence and keep doing it. That's true. Right. I, that, I appreciate it. One, Hold is, rapists accountable for yeah. this shit, man. Because that's, that is their number one power. Is, yeah. Is right. that silence. And I'm telling you right now, we will grow even to be better people as a civilization on this planet if we start, if we start to eliminate the abuse that's happening to younger people. Right. And the idea is... Like the thing that to me is such a contradictory idea is this this like, well, once you say that rape's not stigma being a rape victim is a stigmatized, well now all these people are just gonna come out and just fake being raped. They're like everyone's gonna just start faking all their rapes. They're just gonna they're just gonna pretend like because you know you can become like a fucking superstar. We all know how you know the uh, Brad Pitt if he would have never faked that rape, man. That guy would have never been and, such a great actor who gets like, why do like, there's this idea I, that is just made where it's like society is rewarding women for saying they were right. raped. And it's such a bullshit idea because n- none of these women get rewarded. Like even no, in a court don't. of law, even in a court of law, this shit's so difficult to prove. It, like we have like, so like we always have that few and far between case of like, okay, this time this person said some shit. And it, we found out that it's not true or that they were lying about certain incidences. But that's far and few between between, you know, most of these like just so and so raped a bunch of people cases, right. you know. Right. And and to me, the biggest issue is this. Who are these people where you get glorified for coming out and saying that I've been raped. Where is this money? Where are these movie contracts? Where is this thing that right. when you come out saying. and say I've been raped? that is is like praise and it's not and i guess my biggest issue is that we've always taught in general when it comes to rape 
to the victim, don't be a victim. What And for these people that are coming out and talk about the men, where is it where you go to men and teach them not to be a victim of, of false allegations, if you want to say this? Teach them, don't put yourself, man, man in a situation where you could be accused. It's always the victim that's always right. taught. Don't be in a situation where you could be the victim. If these same people had this same philosophy where they went and told men, hey, men, don't be alone with the woman that you're not sure about. Hey, man, don't be alone with a woman that's drunk. Hey, man, don't be alone with a woman with this high. You know, it's it's always the victim. So that's why right. I call bullshit on your philosophy because you never tell, you never get to the point where you tell men to be accountable and responsible for their actions also. Yeah, that's one of the things I said on the show before is they're, they should, they should, like, they should talk to dudes out of self-preservation. If you can't appeal to their morality, like if they refuse to actually be like, let me consider that this is hurting another person. Okay, fuck it. You don't want to consider that. Think right. about yourself. Do you ever want to go to prison for a rape you didn't commit? Correct. Well, then why don't you stay out of situations that you can be accused of a fucking rape you didn't commit? Stop fucking women with these questionable ass like, well, she might have been drunk and passed out or she might not have been. I'll never know because I was drunk and had passed out. Nah, motherfucker. You need yeah. to go home. Would you say that you're a girl who likes to party? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I noticed that you can barely stand. Would you like to go home with me? Nah, that lady gets to stay at the bar because, remember, you got to protect yourself. Victims need to protect themselves, and you're claiming to be a victim. Correct. Um, now, there's a lot of news coming out, too, we need to talk about. Okay, guys? Okay. Uh, we got some breaking news. President Obama has a sore throat. Okay. And this is breaking news because... Mm-hmm. He was uh, briefly hospitalized today with symptoms indicating a sore throat. Uh, after a CT scan of inflamed tissue this afternoon, doctors conclude the president has acid reflux and he will be treated accordingly. So mm-hmm. He's got to stop smoking those cigarettes. Thank goodness mm-hmm. it's not Ebola. Mm. No. Was- <laughs> ah! <laughs> they would shoot him dead on on the spot. Nah, if it was Ebola, the whole country would go crazy because he hugged that Ebola lady. Right. Uh, right. Mark Wahlberg wants to be pardoned for a crime he committed when he was a teen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's 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 grown up and he's uh he's uh you know you become a that. better person. Mm-hmm. Um He's cute. He's cute. Yep. Yep. He's been in Transformers. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a good enough reason for a pardon. What does he want to get pardoned for though? <laughs> well he says he attempted to steal two cases of alcohol from a man who was standing outside a convenience store near his home around nine PM. He said he hit the man in the head with a wooden stick and then ran down the block to evade police while attempting to avoid police. He said he punched another man in the face. Oh, he's holding everybody. I was ta- I was detained by police for a few minutes after that. While I was detained, police discovered I had a small amount of marijuana in my back pocket. During the incidents, I was under the influence of alcohol and narcotics. This guy's a scumbag. Wow. He was 16 <laughs> years old. He was tried as an adult, spent three months in prison. Oh, so um, he's done his time. Yeah, he should get a pardon. Yeah. I was going to say he should do something, but if mm-hmm. he went to jail for it yeah you he's probably having your a time. hard time getting a passport or something yeah there was also a 1986 incident where he followed uh when he was 14 he, him, him and two friends followed two black nine-year-old schoolgirls on a field trip yelling racial slurs and throwing rocks at them Ooh, that's no. fucked up yeah um also what you didn't know and i neglected to mention about the previous incident uh that was those were asian people that he hit um that's boston yeah yeah so there was some racism included in that um he's gonna do some community service at a chinese uh you know 
That was yeah. a restaurant mm-hmm. or something. Some people are saying, um, my, our girl, um, Najayla Ree, uh, at Blazing Bitch on Twitter with a wild, not an I. Mm-hmm. She says that, um, he, uh, never really apologized to that community or the people that he harmed. So she's like, you know, fuck him forever. He doesn't get to, he, it should stay on his record until he does that. Now, mm-hmm. now that part I agree with. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think too that uh, if he is wanting to apologize and he's missing the mark, Oops. we'll see how he kind of responds to a course correction in his yeah. apologies. So, the one he did the time yeah. for, that's cool. Sure. But the other things, you got to do some time. You got to pay, do some payback. You can't just be pardoned for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not enough good vibrations to be pardoned yet. Mm-mm. Maybe one day. <laughs> no ni homa or anything. <laughs> Come on, feel it, feel it. <laughs> uh, Chris Brown is uh, having some dating issues with, uh, Cariucci, who, uh, is his, uh, I guess, former, former girlfriend. Okay. Former? Um, oh, former? Yeah. I thought that they said she was pregnant. It just started, Karen. Oh. Okay. Well, this is the cutting edge breaking news. I told you. Oh, my bad. We had to cover this news. Uh, Karuchi Tran and Chris Brown were pretty public about their romance and now their breakup is being played out right before our eyes too. On Friday, Breezy revealed that he is now single during a performance at Power 106 Cali Christmas concert on Saturday. <laughs> what? I guess Merry Christmas, ladies. Uh, a couple of, a couple yeah. of, <laughs> I'm single now. Mm-hmm. If y'all want, if y'all need something, like a couple punches. Mm-hmm. A couple no, of, thank you. A couple of Instagram posts between the two only further confirmed the split and suggested that Drake may have come between the two. What? Mm, Canada's own. You're kidding, right? Dirty Mackin. What's ah! up? Is he like, you know, uh Chris Brown seconds? He might as well just date Chris Brown. What the heck? <laughs> right. Yeah. He just I think he wants some Chris Brown. Yeah, that's Car- his way of just really wanting Chris Brown. Karuchi said when something bad happens you can either let it define you let it destroy you or let it strengthen you the choice is yours that was a text image she posted then later she uh she went on to detail her heartbreak in a caption that said once you find strength within yourself it's hard to allow any type of bs around you i refuse to be repeatedly mistreated especially by someone who claims to love me that's not love and if that's what you define as love, then I don't want it. Yes, I have not been so smart before in the past, but I made a promise to be a better and stronger woman, and I'm keeping that promise. If you can't love me the right way, well, then don't love me at all. Don't be mad at me because I prefer to be happy. Keep love in your life, folks. Not just love between people, but love within your heart, flowing in all aspects of your life. I promise life is so much better in the heart emoji. Mm. so brown then responded on his instagram with a post of his own his text image read it amazes me that you can sleep and elevate somebody wait it amazes me that you can change and elevate somebody's life completely and they treat you like a regular nigga but i'm sleep i like that, I like that but i'm sleep though that was good <laughs> uh his caption read We've got scars, some of them you gave me, some of them I've caused. That ride or die act that we've been fooling the world with obviously ain't working. I was looked up to, I was locked up, but for, wait, I was locked up for damn near four months. I only got one visit from you while you was hosting parties and taking secret trips to Toronto to go on on dates with Drake. Oh. When this, yeah. When this relationship first started, you knew what I, what it was and even participated in threesomes. What? 
i slowed all that shit down so let's not try to save face for public opinion because i don't need to play victim so people can take my side what does threesome got to do with anything well i'm assuming she was was mad with drake no apparently he doesn't like drake okay Uh, i'm great i'm assuming they that some cheating has been involved on his side it must sound like and He's saying, look, you knew I was going to be fucking other people. We even did some threesomes together. So why are you tripping now? Yeah, this is not a surprise. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why are we shocked now? So he said, so let's not play place of public opinion. I don't need to play victim. Uh, all these celebrity niggas ain't shit focusing only on themselves. Wow. The even you irony explosion there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I made it clear to the world who my girl was and made your life equal to mine, even at the cost of me not focusing on my career at times. So miss me with the bullshit. Now y'all know the real. So, um. Everything's a potential lyric for this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't, hey, hey, guys, there's this new concept and idea that when you have relationship issues, that you, you just talk about it privately mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have to Instagram it put it on twitter or yeah. facebook i'm just saying yeah, it's internalizes like, it's for really just a minute cool to just do it privately you know just to deal with your shit like <laughs> in person one-on-one i'm saying yeah. i don't know why, why would you do that that would make sense i feel like after shirley said that she should say but i'm sleep though <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, but yeah you know the thing that's funny to me about it is um him actively admitting that they put on a front for everybody mm-hmm. like we wanted to show everybody how great and cool we were and it seems so see-through like yeah like every, you, <laughs> you everyone knows that couple that tries too hard right where you're just like right uh, why are they holding hands to go to the bathroom this doesn't even yeah, make sick. sense <laughs> that no one does that and you just and you why know, they no wear matching shirts and can't nobody even pronounce her name i've heard her name i still can't pronounce her name her name has been called Everything from Kakarot to Kakarochi to Kakarokuru. Like, I have no idea what her real name is. Um, yeah, I, I mean, she, she does have a funny name, but you know, I, I, I've never met anybody like that. Um, someone, uh, put on YouTube how to pronounce, uh, Karuchi. Uh, um, let me see if this works. Uh, try to play this video. And it's K-A-R-R-U-E. C H E Kari Karuchi. Okay. Karuchi. Oh. Karuchi. So I've been right and you guys are all wrong. Oh, I know I've been wrong. I ain't even trying. I know this. Karuchi. See, that's the thing. Y'all trying to pick on her name that her mama gave her. It ain't her fault. No, it's not her fault. We should be mad at her mama for giving her that crazy ass name. And I do blame her mama. She knew nobody was going to be able to pronounce that shit. I hate when people get mad at people for the names they have. Like, uh, what can I do about that? You know what I mean? It's like, I hate, like, I hate, like, I remember I used to say, I hate people who spell Jeff- Jeffrey G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. I was like, those people are always assholes. Then I came to realization, no, I hate those people's parents. They, <laughs> they raise assholes typically. Not every Joffrey, obviously, don't, don't, don't call me or nothing, but. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of Jeffries that got that fucked up name and their parents apparently raised them fucked up. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a racist moment I had at work. Mm. I was introduced to this, uh, Asian guy who's from Australia. 
Mm-hmm. So he had an Australian accent. So that kind of threw me off right there. Yeah. And, uh, Asian guy, yeah. Australian accent. And I said, uh, I said, hi, my name is Clove. And he said, he said his name was John, but my brain was trying to over filter no. an accent. No. So when he was saying John with his Australian accent, I was like, Jung? Jung? Oh, J-U-N-G. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, oh. so then, so then he's like, no, John. And I was like, are you kidding me? I, I, <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, dude. I my yeah. brain in the whole race. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, it's totally apologize. You need a picture of me in your wallet and just oh, say, my god. "Hey, you want to see my what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yes. Like it, use her as a scapegoat. Yeah, I I've had that that shit too. Like where I check myself, it only took like one second. Yeah. But I remember one time I saw a lady in um she had like the Muslim head wrap. And yeah. like the the burka thing on, and she was in the in the store. She was getting ice cream out the ice cream section, and she was talking on her cell phone. And I saw her real quick, and I thought to myself, like, "Wait, are they allowed to use cell phones?" Oh I lord! Like, I was like, "That is a fucking I don't. They're so ignorant to even think that shit." Obviously, I didn't ask ask that question, and it took like less than a second for my brain to be like, oh, "No, what are you doing?" But yeah, I've, I've had those moments where you're just like, mm, that was racist as shit. Glad I didn't, glad I, no one was in my brain for that second. The, the, the exact phrase I said to him afterwards was, I apologize, but my, my racist brain couldn't hear what your, your name that you were trying to tell me. Right. <laughs> he, he laughed. We all laughed. Oh, okay. yeah, it was, it was. That's, I, yeah. You're always taking a chance. Cause if they don't laugh, then you're just that racist dude at work from now on. <laughs> like you'll be always trying to prove you're not. And there's no way, there's no Nothing good way. you can do. You're like, look, my, my, my wife is black. I have mixed kids. It don't matter. Right. I was don't watching uh, some anime the other day, John. And uh, Oh, you're not, you're not into that either. Mm-mm. Okay. Was it racist anime? Right. right. You know what I like? Uh, you want to go get some Chinese food? Oh, you're from Australia. That's right. That's mm. right. my favorite actor, Jackie Chan. <laughs> <He's the best. laughs> I don't even see him as being Asian. He's so right. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even see color, John. All right. I know you're Asian because uh, you have a little penis. You were born in the wrong part of the world, but <laughs> I, I know you're Asian because you can't drive, and that's how. That's what I do. I can't even tell. Um, I don't like driving at night anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, let's go to lunch. I'll drive. I mean, let's be honest. I'll drive. Uh, a strange odor turns U.S. Airways flight into vomit-soaked nightmare. Oh, um, what's happening here? Yeah, uh, some family guy shit, right? Um, there was a strange odor odor that wafted through the plane. Um, it was flying from. It was going to Philadelphia. It had the emergency land in Rome. I think it was coming out of France, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Um, so they had to like stop and, uh, have an unscheduled, uh, unscheduled stop in, in Rome because, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was from Israel. There, there you go. Um, 16 people got sick. Two passengers and 14 crew members got medical treatment. Um, they basically said the smell went through the, like, you know, the, obviously the Ventilators. ventilation or something. And this people, as they went down the aisles, people just start throwing up. Oh. And so then you see the next person throw up. So then you throw up. 
you oh know? my gosh. And now you're in a fucking metal tube and, oh, and a thousand feet in the air. Everybody's, and everybody's just fucking throwing up. And, and, and there's stinks. no proper ventilation and it probably smells like ass cheeks. Right. Oh. Surprised nobody died. Like, open up a window. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> just open up the goddamn window. And <laughs> take everybody out. <laughs> yeah. I would rather die. I would rather die than live in this like, shit. Wasn't it, wow. isn't it Problem Child 2? Stand by me. They Remember, had a scene they're like, they're too. like mm-hmm. <laughs> the vomit. It's they're at a carnival. Yeah. I mean, there's I think there's a video oh, on so YouTube, gross. and that happens where everybody at the and carnival all that all that recycled puking. air. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. I remember the one from Stand by Me. That was at the pie eating contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. such a great scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of the name of that movie the other day. I love that movie. God, that movie was kind of dark though. They, very. Like, it ended with them like finding someone that got murdered and shit. It was like, what the fuck was that summer about? Yeah, the kid, yeah, the kid who got murdered, he's got like cataracts on his eyes and stuff. Like yeah, like it just like, wasn't, okay. it wasn't very good. No. They had those, I, I don't know why I like that movie now that I think about it. They had the leech. <laughs> yeah, what's this uh, journey that these, uh, these little young teens are taking? Oh, yeah. they're going to find a dead body. Okay. Right. Okay. What, what the fuck are their parents? That's the biggest Yeah, question. the only thing that didn't happen was no one got molested that. Right. Yeah. That, that's what's the right. shocking well, part. The 50s and they're white. So at least their run parents into are some drunk. weird homeless person who decides to follow them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the whole right. trip. <laughs> that was a, uh, yeah. Like if Bill Cosby was in that movie or something. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, one couple canceled Christmas for their three kids. Oh, snap. What happened? Mm-hmm. John and Lisa Henderson decision to cancel Christmas gift giving for their children has brought the couple a wave of attention. In an interview on Good Morning America, correspondent Abby Boudreau. Oh. Wait, what is this? An ad? In a, uh, Ab- Abby Boudreaux, um, said, uh, talked to the Hendersons of Hurricane Utah and they explained why their three sons would not get any presents for Christmas. Oh, they got to be white. Talking about canceling Christmas. This isn't guest race yet. Oh, cause I'm about to say a lot of poor, poor people are like, uh, no Christmas. Why? Cause we ain't got no money. I, 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 canceling is not an option. It just ain't happening. They said their kids have been acting up quite a bit and weren't very grateful for the things that they had. Uh, their kids are 11, 8, and 5. John and Lisa said they've been fighting an uphill battle with their three sons, saying their boys' recent behavior has been disrespectful and entitled. They would hit each other. Uh, we would hit each other. We were fighting, said Caleb. Uh-oh. Timeouts weren't working. So the Hendersons took drastic measures. And John, a 34-year-old civil engineer estimator, proposed that no Christmas presents would be given to the children this year. And Lisa, 36, agreed. You know what? I support this. Because it, because it's one of those things where everybody's so politically correct that they, you know, it's one of those things where you don't want people doing any quote unquote form of discipline. They've tried to time out. They've tried all your other shit. And it was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't got to purchase you. This, as a parent, you don't have the obligation to do this. I'm doing this because I want to do this, not because I'm obligated to purchase you this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think too, it's it's a little bit unfair to the kids, but only, only because the parents haven't done their jobs as parents to be able to manage the little things that they're complaining about. They're saying like, oh, they're, they've been unruly recently. Well, if they, the way I see it, if they would maintain them, keep their crises small with their kids, then they would be able to have a Christmas. So, in a right. sense, to me, it reads as well that like, I support their decision, but it reads to well as well that they failed their kids in a sense to to keep them, you know, under control before it got to this point. She said the children's reactions were predictable. They cried pretty hard. 
Yeah, I would too. I'm crying right now for them. <laughs> She's a stay-at-home mom. She wrote about the plan on her blog, Over the Big Moon, explaining that she and her husband would use the money that they would have paid for the children's gifts to purchase the goods for the needy. Mm. Good. Hmm. She got a blog, eh? Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I, I uh, can't remember... It was when back in Edmonton, Ronan, I told him he cannot go trick-or-treating because I remember going mm-hmm. to, to school and I spoke to a few parents or we were just talking. And they're like, oh, you're going to you know, trick-or-treat? And I said, nope, not this year. Uh, Ronan did something bad and uh, I cut off Halloween. It was mm-hmm. for Halloween. Yeah. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah, uh, this is what. Oh, because he drew something vulgar that year what yeah 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 yeah. are you yeah. sure yeah are, yeah the, it was something like that i that, thought this was the year that the police brought him back to the school no 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 no, no. okay that, that's no no that's <laughs> something else okay. right because he All ate right. the house gotcha no no he drew something oh vulgar. this was in edmonton that was in edmonton yes. okay and i was like oh no i'm not having it mm-hmm. no halloween for you All right mm-hmm. you get no reward for this action um yeah. i was shocked mm-hmm. by the parents and their reaction they were right. like they were like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I was like, right. you're not the one who's missing out on trick-or-treating. Right. They, got, they, they got 350 comments on the blog post. It right. was called, Why My Husband and I Cancel Christmas. And my thing is this. Parents act shocked when other parents do these things. It's like there has to be a point that you as a parent put like this. The parents are in control of the household, not the children. And parents need to realize that. And children ain't got no jobs, and they motherfucking broke. So anything that they choose is normally coming out of your pocket. So it is up to you as a parent to determine what you will and won't spend your money on. And I agree, if your behavior does not uh, say that you deserve this, I completely understand. Um, Many of the commenters were outraged. Some accused Lisa of being mean and a lazy parent. And one wrote, just another adult expecting a child not to act like a child. Great job. Take the magic away and force them into reality. How dare they expect their parents to allow them to act like children who want things? Shame on them, right? Hope you feel better about yourself because this is what this whole thing is about. Hope you don't feel entitled to need anything from them once they become adults. Whoa. What? Whoa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Parent, parents that don't believe in discipline yeah i bet you your baby probably punch you in the eye you have yeah. to be an adult in your household and say there are things that i will and will not put up with as an adult one yeah. post oh go ahead Chloe. sorry there's parents that will re- that will drink alcohol with their kids knowing like they're underage and they'll get them the alcohol and they'll say some shit like oh it's they're in my house it's okay it's under control oh, no, 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 no. you need to you need to stop That's that shit my kids because are- those are the same kids that that get their christmases taken away yeah you know what i'm saying i have i have you know, I like to do little tests, but I, I tell my kids, you know, like we're not friends. And sometimes I check that by saying, are we friends? They're like, no, you're my mom. I'm like, that's Perfect. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One poster wrote as an elementary school teacher, please believe me when I say that you, what you did is a blessing for them mm-hmm. and will continue to help them through their lives. I can't tell you how many, maybe not rich, but certainly affluent kids I see come through that have plenty and expect to get more just because they always have it. It may be cute at four or five, but parents don't seem to understand how uncute it is at 24 or five and beyond. Godspeed. Correct. Um, this. Here's my thing. I hate everyone involved in this story. Um, <laughs> obviously, I hate the people who are like, 
you know why would you do this to your kids because you know fuck you like because i'm such a better parent than you because i would never do that to my kids exactly you just want to feel superior to these people Mm -hmm. but i also hate them because why the fuck is this news correct like this is still at its core the same shit that i always have problem with and i gotta stay to my principles stop parenting for the internet man like right. it's okay to like discipline your kid and not like put it on blog go put it to on facebook go, like she went to the news like she put it on the blog yeah well, you this know is, it's sensationalist from within yeah that's a yeah yeah it's yeah. very weird to me because like i feel like um the same way that people feel about like well why can't chris brown and kairuchi like handle that shit privately I feel like the bond between parent and kid is even more private than that. Like, right. You know, like you shouldn't be live tweeting your kids whoopings and shit. Like just, right. It's okay for you to like take away their Christmas and not be like, but first to call NBC. Like there's a lot of kids that ain't getting no Christmas. Ain't a lot of people, parents on TV Correct. trying to get their attention and the blog hits from it either. Like I, no, it just feels just very parenting and moving on with their lives. Yeah, it feels very disingenuous, man. Like I would have had less of a problem if it was just on her blog too, because then it's kind of like, even though that's like kind of fucked up, but it's mm. like, well, these people read your blog because you do want to give them this information. But right. it's kind of weird to be like, and now on NBC, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's up. Yeah. yeah, like I, I, I don't know. I just couldn't picture like my dad being like, yeah. So I was on ABC and I told him. The boy got to go, he got to get grounded. I took away his PlayStation controllers. Not only that, but she she would have to release. She would have to write a press release. Like when she right. wrote this blog, she ah. comes piece on how I took away Christmas from my kids. Yeah, right. I mean, I I support. Put it this way: if Shirley told me she took away Christmas because her kids was acting up, I'd support that. So the principle of you know disciplining your kids, I support that. But mm-hmm. if Shirley was like, yeah, don't forget to tune in to fucking Fox News. I'll be on in a second. I'll be like, now Shirley, come on. Like this we come, know better. Like they about to show pictures of your kids to the internet. Everybody at school's gonna know. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a, this seems a bit too much for your children. Your kids to gonna to go be bullied. Yeah. No. Tell now children, tell them how they're gonna be good. By the way, they're probably gonna celebrate Boxing Day anyway, so they're probably gonna <laughs> go buy them a bunch of shit the day after Christmas. Um. All right, and uh, I thought I saved this story for when we had clothes on. All right. In light of the Supreme Court's imminent decision on the pregnancy discrimination case against the UPS, an Oregon woman has filed a gender and discrimination lawsuit against her former employee, employer, in an effort to get her job back after they terminated her for taking frequent bathroom breaks, which she claims was due to a bladder issue because of her pregnancy. Hmm. When Don Steckman, a fabrication technician at Maxim Integrated Products, a chip manufacturer, first became pregnant in 2011, her employer reassured her that she didn't have to clock out for her increased bathroom breaks. Something that happens when a woman is pregnant, which is something that has been happening to human women since Donna and Yumi Khan. Right. Why is this fucking brand new news? As you can tell, this is on Jezebel. They seem to be a bit biased. (laughs) (laughs) However, when she became pregnant again in 2013, she ended up using the bathroom more often and more urgently due to a bladder issue that surfaced during the first pregnancy. So after 10 years of employment, the company fired her. Uh, The Oregonian reports that in June 2013, Stackman's supervisor and HR manager called her into a meeting, chided her for not clocking out, and fired her. She claims the HR manager said he she could have been watching movies during her frequent breaks and that her supervisors equated her bathroom behavior to stealing because not clocking out to use a restroom is stealing from the company. 
here's the here's the thing. Here's, okay, all right. What's happening here is this: it, it's a terrible company to begin with. If they're sitting there saying that she can't take the bathroom breaks that she needs to, to because goddamn clock out. But the thing is, they they would have to prove that she is failing at her duties, that that the expectations that she has, and that's what would would give them grounds to 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 fire her, not because of the, the excessive bathroom breaks. Mm. Like you're saying that she's you're firing because of excessive <laughs> bathroom breaks. Oh my god, you're, you're, that's like uh, is, was that their excuse? Because maybe she was not. You're coming from the age of Mad Men, you yeah. Know? Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, or is this their weird reasoning to? get around something that maybe they had a problem with her from in the get go. I don't know about that, man. That point. I, I think the company is, is at like the asshole here because like for sure. when, when a person is an asshole, you look for legal ways yeah. to, to get them out. You know what I mean? And you know what companies, when a woman is pregnant, it's like, it's like a nonverbal unionization. Yeah. Yeah. They're unionized now. You mm. can't touch a pregnant person. Right. The baby is the union. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. yeah don't is touch the, that. The, the pregnant union is that is so true. It's strong and it yeah. is a coalition. It yeah. is exactly like you don't know who's in it either. Mm. Like, <laughs> male, female, twins, triplets, we don't know. Somebody can put on a couple pounds. You're like, oh, congratulations on, oh, are you? That I'm carrying the next person who's going to create fusion. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know if I'm carrying the next prime minister. Right. You don't know if I'm carrying someone who's going to create teleportation. But God damn it, Shirley, you're going to take so many goddamn pee breaks. I'm not, nothing's going to get done. Nothing. You know, how, it, how are the chips going to, to fabricate? There, what was she doing again? She's a fabrication something. How are they going to fabricate their engineering if you're know. not there to pee, not pee? Right. So I don't pay you to pee. Put she said way. she had to stop to, she had to stop to take a pee. Um, and if she said, if she said, she said that if she would have had to clock out for each pee, right? She, it would have, she had to pee so urgently. She might have had an accident on herself. Wait a second, wait, 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 wait a second. There, there is an actual business out there that requires you to clock out when you go to the bathroom? To right. The bathroom, that, that, that's what I was like. I don't understand this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe so, it. I believe it. I believe it too because I, I did work at a place where it felt like you had to notify right. like all the way up to the president that you're going to the washroom. Exactly. But, my God, like it's actually legit on a time card. Like, right. It's time to this time I went to the bathroom. And you're stealing from us because that's time peeing is not time working. Oh my god. Cause we could not as a fucking business anticipate that people would have to use a bathroom mm-hmm. into our pay scale. We or become pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. We we couldn't even these are so unforeseen that the the idea that someone might have to piss once in a while mm-hmm. is such an unforeseen thing that we would need you to clock out to take this. Yeah, the, the the same people who uh pay insurance companies that would deny if you were all if you were already pregnant you couldn't get on the insurance plan like most of pre-existing com- condition. Right, a pre-existing condition uh, that you cannot control, like here in the United States, you know, because we're not covered like y'all. So with, oh, quote-unquote, Obamacare, he was like, fuck that. Y'all can't tell people that they can't get on your insurance because of fucking pre-existing condition. And her managers are men. Wait, okay, so being pregnant is a pre-existing condition that denies you the ability to get insured? It used yes, to be. Yes, it, it used to be. be. It used to be prior to, prior to Obamacare because... Um, 
in uh pregnancy is very expensive and it's very expensive to, to cover <laughs> yeah i'm checked and out so america you yeah no you are in a world time in oh, and we're locking goodness. everybody from america mm. you cannot get out of your country <laughs> i'm sorry it took president obama to get that shit off them them right right, right. Be- and, and people were fighting him that's right. that's what blows my head off that that's right. just like what like right. don't they realize that a pregnant person they don't care contributes to the future that person that she's creating is also going to contribute in the economy mm-hmm. or other things that can better the world mm-hmm. yeah, they, so yeah. much but for the most part to better <laughs> the world well <laughs> you know, even yeah. if they're even if they're not uh we don't get to decide you know right it, it like we can't be like mm, i think your kid's gonna be okay so you can take a piss but right. you <laughs> ain't shit and i know your kids ain't gonna be shit so you're gonna have to hold it uh, the paper does say her managers are male and she's gone to the CEO with complaints about gender bias against her supervisor. She's seeking $406,000 in lost wages and damages. That's all? She wants her job back too. She worked as a fabrication technician, uh, making $18.76 an hour. Not a ton of money. Not a ton of money at all. But, but, um, that's to me more reason why they shouldn't have been assholes. Mm-hmm. you know i know companies look at it the opposite like you ain't making shit so we get to treat you like shit but it really like you really should if you're not gonna really you know if you're not paying someone that much then why the fuck would it matter if she clocked out for the five minutes she threw the piss mm-hmm. so i don't know point in her favor um uh, so i was just i was really just reading that hoping that clove was gonna say fire her so, <laughs> so like, and i hope she like i wasted a, wasted an article oh. she's not contributing to the system right because he did say fire that lady gave her kidney to that uh manager that time so that was, that was the exception because <laughs> i i had the feeling that that lady was was using it as a trump card yeah i just hey i just i just wanted to see where you were at on this one that's all i gotta throw him out there for you uh, so he does have a heart after all apparently so he's not ruthless right and and before we move on something yeah. uh surely something that a lot of uh not a lot but some women do here women sometimes might find out that they're pregnant but a lot of times they won't tell the their company until they're until they get on the insurance then they tell them they're pregnant just so they won't be denied Mm-hmm. and that's that's something too that like i maybe that could be held against them for not because it, it's it's a thing you don't say anything about your pregnancy until you you know for yeah, sure that you know things the are good babies is, yeah is going mm-hmm. to be okay but i'm wondering if that could be held accountable like if they could be held accountable for lying about it you know like they knew about it at a certain time and i don't know yeah but- it's Whatever. just it's just a natural but it's also a natural human instinct yeah. that women are not going to say anything around the third month. Yeah, you need some time to to think about it and to you strategize. You think about things. it, but it's like it's your system because before that you you don't know some sometimes pregnancy takes sometimes right. pregnancy, right. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a very fragile moment mm-hmm. during those first 3 months. So naturally after that that's when women start sharing because mm-hmm. they know okay this is I'm I'm past that point where it's like who knows right gotcha. yeah so, I know. um Lil Wayne says he's a prisoner to Cash Money Records and the Carter Five is delayed the rap album mm, I See, wasn't looking forward I wasn't looking no now Lil Wayne's manager Cortez Bryant told TMZ that everything is fine between the rapper and Cash Money. We good, he said. See the whole video on TMZ. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't want to see him coming out no more leprechaun, lip uh, print uh, leggings. <laughs> on stage talking about my new album dropping yeah um 
Well, I wanted to say congratulations, I guess, to Lil Wayne for joining the Zulu Nation. Yes, what? he definitely was in there. Um, <laughs> he wants to be. Uh, he wants to be give us free from his contract as well. Oh. Um, let's see. There, here's his manager saying everything is fine. Weezy ain't leaving cash money, which is, I guess, relevant since Lil Wayne was on Twitter being like, "Oh, I'm leaving cash money." So was he hacked? Uh, you know, you would be surprised that he wouldn't have said that. Mm, that's that's the new shit. And when you come out and say some shit that you don't want it out in public. Yeah, let me see if I can play this video. My shit's moving kind of slow. Uh, but it's on TMZ. So. You know it's official. Yo, Tez, is this the end of an era, man? Wayne's talking about you once off the label. What's going on, man? We good. You sure? Yeah, of course. If he was going I'm off the What are you talking about? I wouldn't be out in the club right now, you know? No money forever, yeah. <laughs> Young well, money forever. Well, he cash money forever though. Money, money, but that's his, how can he? How can he leave baby though? Like that's huh? his. That's his. That's Yo, his we dad. good, man. That's we his father. Good. Good. You see me? Look, look. You see me? But uh, okay. What about Tiger though? Huh? What about Tiger? Tiger's good too. He, you sure? Everything's my brother. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and, if you had to go anywhere else, where would you guys go? We stay where we at. You stay where? All right. All right, man. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. I like he has suicide doors on his car though. Those are cool. <laughs> that 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 and just for the fact that the people at TMZ do they have like sensors or beepers or something to monitor people to tell them like where they are at all times? Because a lot of these people tweet and they want the people to know. Like okay, they tell TMZ, hey, we're gonna be at the club. Um, and then TMZ interviews them coming in and coming out. And <gasps> okay. A, oh, know, okay. Because, I mean, we don't know who the fuck uh, Cortez Bryant is. Mm-mm. We wouldn't know he's Lil Wayne manager unless, you know, he wanted us to know. Correct. Um, it's funny, too, because me and Justin do this skit where uh, we pretend to be TMZ cameramen sometimes. Um, <laughs> and we try to come up with the, the worst questions. We do it on Balls Deep sometimes, and then we'll do it okay. on... Uh, we do it in real life at the basketball court sometimes too. What kind of questions do you be asking? Uh, whatever is the most fucked up thing you like, say something's really private and personal, like Janae Rice and Ray Rice. Uh, they're you know having like you know, uh, you know she got hit in the elevator and shit, mm-hmm. and then like Justin will be like, Janae, 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 look over here, Janae, Janae, what what does the elevator taste like, Janae, Janae? <laughs> Janae, <laughs> does Ray hit you any more or any less? Do, Janae, Janae, you know, shit like that. So we always, you know, like Bill Cosby, we'll do Bill Cosby sometimes, you know, like, you know, uh, Bill, Bill Cosby, can, can you still get it up? Can you still get it up? Bill, Bill Cosby, drink, drink this tea, drink this tea, you know, shit like that. Anyway, uh, Lil Wayne went on Twitter and he said to all my fans, I want you to know that my album won't and hasn't been released because B E K U Z. Uh-oh. because baby and cash money records refused to release it this is not my fault i am truly and deeply sorry to all my fans but most of all to myself and my family for putting us in this situation i'm not crying i hope he keep delaying it i want off this label and nothing to do with these people but unfortunately it ain't that easy i'm a prisoner and so is my creativity again i'm truly sorry i don't blame you if you're fed up with waiting for me and this album but thank you I give him about 18 months before he finds Jesus. What? Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to go or the same Allah. route as uh, as uh, Prince. 
is jesus at the bottom of a um syrup bottle because <laughs> he's uh, anywhere you need him to be rod come on if he ain't at the bottom of that scissor uh <laughs> wheezy ain't gonna find his ass um all right let's play our games guys it's time to time to enjoy some uh some terrible games that we play here okay the first one of course is a little game we like to call uh fucking with black people um well, here we go we're just fucking with these black people we're just fucking with these blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all love to hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Where we read news articles from all over the world that fuck with black people and we assign scores from zero to a hundred on how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, everybody again. That's right. Bigger than just, <laughs> more than just Ferguson. That's right. Uh, Shirley, pick a number between one and a lot. Oh, wow. That might be 30. Oh, really? Uh, 27. 27. All right. Here we go. 6, 9, 11, 13, 16, 18, 21, 24, and 26, 27. Uh, Connecticut frat. We all know how we love those frats. Connecticut frat brothers will get no punishment for racial attack on whores in fat black bitch sorority. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. Members of an African-American sorority at the University of Connecticut said on Monday that they they were not satisfied after members of a white fraternity received no punishment for alleged racist and sexist verbal attacks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. During a town hall by the African American Cultural Center, Alpha Kappa Alpha, aka sorority member, Brittany Yancey, explained how members of the historically white Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity used hate speech to accost her sisters. They put sisters in quotes, like right. sorority sisters is a thing, guys. Right. Any quotes, <laughs> right? Right. You think sisters for black, right? Get right, it? right. Like, like, I can see if they spelled it with an A, like sisters. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, okay. So they use quotes. Maybe she said sisters and said, but nah, mm. that's, that's just stupid. Anyway, according to UConn's daily campus paper, the two groups had a conversation September 29 over the painting of a spirit rock. So of course, that is a good reason to have an argument as adults. Um, she's, she says we were called whores and after establishing that I was a university professional, I was verbally accosted and intimidation tactics were used. They called me a fat black bitch, not just a fat bitch, but a fat black bitch. <laughs> Yancey pointed out that Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity has been suspended for a month and has lost its rock painting privileges. Once again, these are adults. But the individual members had not been disciplined. I have to deal with the fact that the student who verbally accosted me received no punishment, she said. Yancey was also disturbed to learn for the first time at the town hall meeting that her sorority could have appealed the decision and that they could have filed complaints against individual fraternity members. I appreciate this conversation, Yancey remarked, but I think that it is nauseating is the lack of transparency. Uh, it would have been great to know that someone needs to follow up on individual complaints, 
uh so we can take the appropriate actions sociology professor noel Casanave uh observed that no members of the historically white fraternities had attended the town meeting hmm, they ain't even come hilarious because they like we don't give a fuck white people so good man he was like mm, you know what i'm above this none of none of what why is that none of the historically white sororities show their support for the fellow sororities he wondered is it because they don't want they don't see them as women because they're too busy seeing them as black or instead that they align themselves with pike p-i-k-e because they see themselves as being white i guess that's the other fraternity so uh zero to a hundred um karen what would you give this this gets a hundred just for the simple fact they was like, uh, we're not even showing up to this town hall. Why? Fuck it. All right. What about you, Chloe? Mm, I, I agree. One hundred. Shirley? I'll go with the group. One hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I feel like it's a hundred, too. Because everybody knows when you throw that black between, like, black before bitch, it always is worse. Like, I've never seen someone say fat black bitch or just black bitch or just any version of bitch with black around it and not seeing people go, <gasps> correct. Because they expect something to happen to that person. And yeah. the way they say black, it's like they say it as not to, to point out mm-hmm. color that they see of the person. Like it's an additional. But like it's an additional insult. Thing. Yeah. Like, yes. oh, you're black, so that's really yeah. bad. Yes. Yeah. I do that. I do that all the time as like, uh to be funny like <laughs> like just to add it to it like you black ass nigga like it's no like it to me it's funny because like why would it's funny to see that as an insult did like, you take the extra yeah, effort you know i'm gonna add black to it because that's worse i want i want you to feel the stings right uh so oh. let's see shirley picked that one clove you pick a number one through a lot uh two number two. Oh man uh-oh. <laughs> we finally, finally got some justice, people. <laughs> Sam Carter, an ex-Boulder cop, is convicted on all counts in a trial about killing somebody in Mapleton. So finally, maybe we get a zero. From the moment of the photo of the dead elk surfaced, the Boulder community has been captivated by the animal's fate and the hunt for what really happened in Mapleton Hill on January 1st, 2013. You said elk? Mm-hmm. Yes. We're talking about an elk, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a family of deer? Like yeah. related? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. After just a few hours of deliberation on Tuesday, a Boulder County jury came to the same conclusion investigators did. Then police officer Sam Carter plotted to kill and then use his badge to try to cover up the murder of the elk. <laughs> Was it a black uh, elk? talking about an animal, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was black. It black was an, elk, right? No, it's not a black elk. It's just an elk. Elk. All elks are brown. Black ass elk. <laughs> black, <laughs> no, black ass elk. Um, black bitch ass elk. <laughs> Carter was found guilty on all nine counts, including four felonies. Shit, nine him. counts? Yeah, against this police officer. Including what four, is it, one per antler? What's happening here? Including four felonies filed against him after a week-long trial. Prosecutors say Carter shot the trophy elk in the residential area while on duty without reporting that he fired his weapon. Then he claimed the animal had been injured and needed to be put down. Text messages show he had planned to kill the elk. He was convicted. Did the elk stalk him? I mean, what? Well, he tried. The elk was jaywalking. He pulled over, <laughs> told him to get out the street. The elk punched him in the face. He was driving by being the elk. All right, the elk went. The elk went for his gun. 
that was his story and uh he he's shot digging to it yeah he was convicted of attempting to influence a public official a class four felony one count of forgery class five felony and two counts of tampering with evidence a class six felony holy shit well shit all these numbers and where were the fella elks did they run out in the middle of the street well, uh, elk lives matter we've all seen the elk protest footage and they burned down a lot of things mm-hmm. and of course the police had to tear gas them of course he also was convicted on counts of first degree official misconduct illegal possession of a trophy elk with a samson law surcharge conspiracy to commit illegal possession of wildlife unlawful taking of a big game animal out of season and unlawful use of electronic communication device to unlawfully take wildlife Carter is due for sentencing August 29th and could face up to six years in prison on the class four felony conviction. Prosecutors did not ask for a change in his 20,000 personal recognizance bond and Carter and his attorneys left without commenting. District attorney. Yeah. District attorney. Yeah. They took the L. They were like, "Mm, well, took that L. District Attorney Stan Garnett said the verdict served to vindicate the outrage the Boulder community felt and was important because it involved an officer abusing his authority. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can. That's the sound of Karen's blood starting to boil. This sounds like somebody who's like Shit. just known to be an asshole, and there was like somebody just waiting to to, to catch him to do this. You know what I mean? Or do this. <laughs> like, what? You did what? Well, I'm a good and, jerk, and motherfucker. Oddly, oddly enough, Karen, you know how you said like was it ten counts altogether? Nine, I think seven or nine, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I think you're that guy's right. Got no friends on the horn aspect because right. that I counted the horn, and it's about ten horns. Uh, (laughs) this was something that is essential to every community and that is integrity and public service garnett said uh he also stressed the importance of protecting wildlife i don't want to have lost it what i don't want i didn't want to have lost in the rigmarole of the criminal charges the majesty of this animal and its impact on the community people who who want to tease boulder about this case have probably never seen an elk quite like this the delta the death of the elk named big boy by some residents sparked outrage and immediate calls for action against Carter and fellow Boulder police officer Brent Kernow, who picked up the carcass. One of the jurors, Zach Damon, Damon, I guess, said that there was a lot of debate during deliberations, but they ultimately felt the prosecution proved this case beyond a reasonable doubt. He, we just felt like the facts that were presented were irrefutable. No one took any pleasure in convicting Mr. Carter. It wasn't something anyone took joy or pride in, but we do believe the verdict we came to was honest and served justice in this case. He said, while we, while we're, he's relieved this over, he will always remember the case. I don't think any of us will be walking away from this anytime soon. I think we will carry this for a while. Mm. Mm-hmm. An elk, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, black elk. This is not some kind of a prank, right? No, the goal, the uh, prosecutor said the goal was, uh, the goal he said was to get at least one felony on Carter's record so he could never serve as a police officer again. But he added Carter had no prior criminal record and that sending an ex-cop to prison is a complex issue. But Garnett said, uh, did say he will be asking for more severe sentence than the 60-day home detention sentence Cornell received after taking a plea deal. Brent Carnell manned up and took some responsibility said Garnett, who added Carter was the one who hatched the plan and fired the shot. Um, I felt this case needed to go to trial. We wanted to present this evidence in open court. Oh, my God. I'm getting so mad. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Like, is, is that what it takes to... Oh, so that's what we... That's what black men need to do to protect themselves. Just wear some big-ass alcorn. <laughs> yeah. 
I, all black people get some. I'm gonna start wearing Karen's Antler hat around <laughs> around Holy Charlotte. This this needed to go to trial. Now killing these black people, eh? Really to talk about it? I mean, come on, we gotta. They had it coming. I mean, you know, look at it. But yeah, come on. It was in, he, black people are always in season. Okay. So I don't think, <laughs> yeah, there's no out of season for us. Yeah, I don't think that that's a law we can even put out there. Yeah. It's just always nigga season. Um, <laughs> it, uh, so let's get zero to a hundred. Karen. Oh, I'm a hundred. Uh-huh. <laughs> ain't uh, no if, ands, or buts about it. Shirley. I'm at a thousand because right. this is ridiculous. And Chloe. <laughs> I'm at 50. That uh, elk had it coming. Yeah. Now you have killed plenty of elks. So, <laughs> you know, this is not new. The, the sympathy isn't there for Chloe, but for me, it's 100 as well. I <laughs> cannot believe we can't even get like a trial for black people. And these motherfuckers convicted a dude for shooting an elk. They really, and like, it's not from the onion.com. They really gave these quotes. Like, listen, all irony aside, this motherfucker need to go down. Police cannot be abusing authority. Right. Wow, oh, man. Okay. I'm not even going to do one today. I'm just that pissed. Let's just go to, uh, <laughs> we can only fix this with some racism. Let's go How to guess the race. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. How crazy is it that this, this, this white populace is more concerned about what happened to this? Oh, yeah. No, this white people elk. and animal is serious shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a serious love affair. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like yeah, I, they, they don't they don't care nothing about blacks, but them animals. Yeah, when that bird was in our house and I didn't want to touch it, my instinct was find yourself a white girl. But there was nothing around, and oddly enough, remember how I I left the bird on the balcony? Yeah. Guess who took the bird out? Who? Our neighbors, of a course. white girl. Mm, perfect. <laughs> makes sense. Saved that bird. System works. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show going all across the podcast land. We read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Clove and Shirley from Chonilla.com, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they're racist. All right. Let's see here. Um, oh, wait. Why am I still on fucking with black people? I meant this, to go to guess the race and went right to fucking with black people. This that game okay. is so much fun when we just lay it out there and say, we're all racist. Let's go. Yeah. This is start. <laughs> from there yeah you've all dealt with this before um all right here's a man a man was charged for sunbathing next to a church in the nude (laughs) (laughs) the authorities in utah trying to bake that meat i see (laughs) authorities in utah are looking for a 77 year old man accused of sunbathing in the nude next to a church parking lot a judge issued an arrest warrant for Myron Lee Kipp after he failed to show up for court this week. He faces numerous charges, including lewdness, lewdness involving a child. Wow. Lewdness involving kids was out there. Yeah. Yeah. They had the church. According to must've been Sunday school. According to ah. the police, neighbors reported Kipp was sunbathing nude in his backyard. His yard has a chain link fence with no privacy slats. According to the Associated Press, several parents and their children could see Kip, but he told officers it was his property. He could do what he wanted. Guess the race, Chloe. White. Shirley. 
I say, I'm afraid of a penis, especially if it's black, black. Mm, Cheryl's going with black. Let's see what this one is. Um, the chat room goes white, says Angela. One who testifies in an elk trail while using cheese with a sunscreen. Oh. Kim, <laughs> Kim's vanilla flavored ice cream white. Nothing gets between white people and that tanning. <laughs> white as a snow that falls on the small redneck mountain town he resides in. Mr. Short Eyes Mormon White Enclave Dude. Um, let's see, where am I? Nilla wants to be the real America black white. Uh, one who knows how to use copper tone white. Phi Kappa White. <laughs> Quebec Independent Supporter. White. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that's, that's, who said that? That was Howard. Thing. That was that was Howard. <laughs> My man. White as the Colorado snow, white as the elk loving trial, uh SPF seventy sunblock white, no Christmas having childhood white, white, white who would hold a fake noose as a, at a protest. The Aww. correct answer is white. White. So you guys all got it. And I put his picture in the chat for everybody to take Ooh, a view. I think Clove got it right. Shirley got it wrong. Shirley got it wrong. Oh, you right, Karen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Can't believe her whiteness, her scent, racism was off. Oh man, I, I I totally missed that. You're right, Karen. Um, I think for me it was the uh, the three clues were the sunbathing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even when as soon as it, I saw the sunbathing. <laughs> comments i was like oh my god yeah. why didn't i pay attention it was uh, a white thing to yeah then it was property ownership <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep and then it was uh the the quick to fight back on uh i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah that's right. very yeah, yeah you're yes. right especially was... his age oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah and that's why we got to watch out for these 70 year olds man because that's the age where they're like they, i don't give a fuck anymore yeah right yep. 70 that's, that's when they stop caring mm-hmm. putting those that struggle penis out there for everybody to see is nothing we can do about it. Right. It's an exclusive. Uh, all right. Here's another one. This is about a teacher, uh, who got put on leave after a struggle with a student. Uh, let me play the video. Any teacher in Stockton charged with abusing a child after reportedly trying to force her into a swimming pool during class. And that struggle was captured on camera by another student. News 10's Tim Daly tonight shows us the video that has a teacher in a lot of trouble and a family angry that it happened in the first place. His hands are right there at her chest area. She's trying to cover her chest from being exposed. Yeah. It was back in August when students at Edison High in Stockton were in a PE class at the school's pool. The teacher reacted this way when a 14-year-old girl said she wasn't getting in the water. Denny Peterson is the teacher. He's been with Stockton Unified for 10 years. The 95-second video shot by another student shows the teacher trying to drag the girl into the pool. How he responded that day led to a misdemeanor charge of corporal injury to a child. And it will likely lead to a lawsuit. Regardless of her participation or lack thereof, when you watch the video, it should disgust you in the way that this man put his hands on a 14-year-old girl. She said multiple times, my top is falling down. My shirt's going down. 
Peterson was put on paid leave for a month, but then brought back and assigned to another Stockton school only today after News 10 told the district that Peterson was being charged with a crime, was he put on paid leave again. So why was the young lady so opposed to swimming that day? She'd had her hair done that morning for an event happening later that night. Gilbert Samara says the teacher had the option of academic punishment, but not this. No means no, stop means stop. This isn't a situation where she's attacking the teacher, he's defending himself. When a woman says no, and when a 14-year-old girl says no, it means no. In Stockton, Tim Daly, News 10. Well, News 10 reached out to Stockton school administrators for an official response today to that incident. Not once, but throughout the day, we reached out to them. Finally, late today, the district did issue a written statement. It only said that the district acted appropriately. Now, the family of that 14-year-old girl is the one that alerted us to the video. All right. Hmm. Wow. So, guess the race of the girl. Of the girl. The girl who wouldn't go in the water. Oh, that's so black. Mm. Don't. I just got my relaxer done. Black. All right. <laughs> what about you, Clove? Um. Hmm. I'm gonna say white. Really? Yes. All right. Let's check the chat room. The news is world star for white people. Anglo-Saxon got her hair did black. If Denny had more black friends, specifically women, uh, women, paid leave the whitest oh. of white. No, that, we're not talking about him. The girl. Slavery flashback. White. He did as his ancestors would do. Why everybody's already guessing this dude? And I, Love, I, lovely I, black I, princess, black. You know good and well. We don't play about that hair. Black, black. My hair is on fleek. Black, blonde helmet, <laughs> blonde helmet. White. Those Marcel tro- rolls aren't gonna work themselves. Black. Buy crispity, crackety hair. So nappity. Black. Oh shit! That was uh, air from black astronauts. Ain't swimming for with my freshly did hair black, white girl. I got my perm and my hair is now curly white. The girl who wouldn't get her hair wet, Pam from Martin Black. Head wrap wearing weed pattern, fried chicken eating Kool Aid and drinking Negress. White girl because of Stockton. Um, oh my bad, she white too. White, I think Coach would have known better than to touch black a black girl. White, the correct answer is, and Clove got it right. She was a white woman. What? Do you know what the clue was? All right, and uh, hold on, let me play these booze for Shirley before you you <laughs> tell her what what the secret was. Hold on. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. Clove. What was your clue? The clue was that her hair. They specifically mentioned that her hair was for an event that she was going to that night. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just her hair regularly. It was right. Her hair okay. For that night. So right. that made it more likely that to me that this was a white girl. Mm, I see, Clove. That that's good. That <laughs> is good. Um, let's go to the bonus round. Uh, where's my bonus round music? Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. So far, Clove is two for two. Shirley's over two. But it's the bonus round where everything's worth double the points. Double the races. You, 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 you might catch up, Shirley. Who will win? 
in the chat room's all over the place. I need, I need something to, to make my race meter go up. And the, the guy who was trying to throw her in the pool, that guy was white, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they were all white. Because yeah, inappropriately putting your hands on somebody and thinking that it's not a big deal, that's mostly yes. a white guy thing. Yeah. That's especially yeah. to a white girl. Right. Oh. That's why I didn't even like ask that because we all knew that person was white. Nope. No black dude throws a black woman in the pool. That's crazy. <laughs> and no black dude's gonna put his hands on a white woman. That's Correct. Let's right. go to his funeral. Yeah. Oh, there was no, no, there wasn't even any reason to guess that. Hmm. A Chicago man is facing a battery and assault charge after he reportedly attacked a woman who refused to give him her phone number. Hmm. A, uh, uh, DNA Info Chicago reports that an unnamed 21 year old woman from Chicago's Bridgeport neighborhood was riding the chicago's uh the city's l train when denzel rawson 24 approached her and asked her for her number the woman refused and even moved to another car to get away from rawson rawson reportedly followed the woman up to the new car continued to harass her according to the assistant state's attorney lorraine scudato uh scududo sorry uh who uh spoke to dna info chicago the woman exited the train realized that rawson was following her and took out her phone to, to call 911 according to witnesses the police who spoke with uh dna chicago rosen reportedly got the woman in a headlock punched her in the face and tried to steal her phone and purse before he ran away shit now he had just wanted her phone number Mm, i mean what was dating him gonna be like you know like i feel like they wouldn't have got along anyway Mm -mm. just just my guess i don't think that's a love connection (laughs) yeah give me a number no I'm going to beat you up. Okay, you can have my number. Mm. I will look forward to many, many dates and children and weddings and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Several. Yes. <laughs> right, so but he's a nice guy. You vex him, he's a nice guy. Can't wait right? to introduce him to my parents. How did you meet? Oh, funny story. <laughs> see this scar right here? <laughs> yeah. You know how I can't see out of my left eye? This <laughs> is crazy. My eye socket was broken in two spots. Yeah. Your daddy said... <laughs> Uh, several people who saw the alleged attack told police that Rosen had slipped into a restaurant. Police found Rosen inside the establishment and arrested him. Uh, on Tuesday, Cook County Circuit Judge Maria Cariocos Cecil ordered Rosen be held in lieu of $200,000 bail. Guess the race of Denzel Rosen. Ooh, ah. I hate to say it, Black. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, the Bill Cosby. He he comes from the Bill Cosby school of how to pick up a lady Black. Mm, Clove is going for the win here. Let's see the chat room. Clove's like, I don't mind if I look racist, if I win. Racist as fuck. I like. I do like when white people come on and play the game. Like I hate. I hate when white people come on and like. I don't know purple. Like oh, you were thinking something. What kind of game is this? Because I don't understand color. I don't understand race. How could you tell that anyone's what race? Aren't we all human race? What does it say in the article? Hmm, Didn't think so. Right. Wakanda's finest says one who thought he saw a thousand dollars black. Oh yeah, that video. I just saw a thousand dollars. No black man. Uh, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to you to. I don't want to give you mine. Oh no, I don't want your number. No, no I don't want to give you mine. Rastus Blackman. His weed gave him incredible hulk strength. Black. Money train. Oh. Money train. Wesley Snipes. Blue black. Damn. Denzel. Black. Nigglet. <laughs> Black Southside, wait, Southside Moon Cricket, 
that's too easy black Tariq nasheed apologist black black so very very black one your open your eyes and smile so i can see you in the dark black and oh. black elk the <laughs> black elk oh my chuck, that's chuck spears and, and black rob says cho the correct answer is of course black And let me put his picture in the chat for everyone. Oh, my gosh. So you guys can see what the face of this guy looks like. He looks like a dude that could have been in a 90s R&B group. Boxing everything. <laughs> right. right. Like, even with his hair, he looks like, you know, he's like he's like several times he's saying to some light-skinned ladies about uh, apologizing about cheating on him. Every, I swear, when back in the days when the high tops, well, it's coming back obviously in fashion, Mm -hmm. but when guys had their hair, their high tops were all messed up like this, Mm -hmm. I never touched that. I was Uh like, "Mm -mm, don't talk to me. That is the first sign of crazy. (laughs) Right, because you're not even trying to keep it shaped up. Right. Right. Yeah, he just looks like he walk over to you and apologize or something. Girl, I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> with music Ooh. for what i'm about to do to your face punch <laughs> i'm so sorry you didn't give me your number bitch <laughs> give me your number. oh i'll punch you in your eye um all right Take your number or i will strangle you now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number don't make me take a purse girl my hands as we speak <laughs> you like start spinning and shit um all right and then of course we have to talk about the most important thing the reason we do all this show is to highlight sore ratchetness (laughs) i will not participate as a sword owner That's right. That's what happens when you own swords. It can happen to anybody. You die. You get stabbed. Your loved ones. A man, Family, your friends. A man has been jailed for a sword attack on his friend's ex-girlfriend. Oh, shit. His, his friend. friend's ex-girlfriend. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, a man who used a knife the size of a sword to stab. Well, that's a sword. What the fuck is. A knife the size of a sword. Who reported this? Oh, it's just a six-foot knife. Yeah, okay. (laughs) A man who used a knife the size of a sword to stab his former lover to death in North London was today jailed for life. Justice Cruikshank, 55 years old, murdered Helen Dillon on May 29th this year after becoming involved in an argument with her and her ex-boyfriend, whom the killer had once considered a friend. Hmm. They had known each other for 30 years. Hmm. The man who had fallen out with Cruikshank of Mandarin Court three months earlier after learning that Helen, 42, had a sexual relationship with him while under the influence of alcohol and drugs. Mm. Uh, so, wow, he was that. Uh, I guess he was one of those people that gets upset about that. You, How dare you get drunk and have sex with me? <laughs> Look, what about my consent? What about it? Helen later moved out of their home, but returned to see her then estranged boyfriend on the day that she was stabbed to death. Witnesses reported seeing the trio arguing uh, on the street before Khrushchev pulled out a huge weapon described as like a sword 
and plunging it into helen's chest oh that's right karen he didn't kill her nicely with the sword as like they normally do uh the sword didn't talk to the death she was taken to saint mary hospital in paddington but later died the murder weapon has never been recovered Crewshank fled the scene but was later arrested at his brent home charged with murder after a key witness identified him in a police interview he answered no comment to all the questions put to him Crewshank was found guilty after a two-week trial in Islesworth crown court and must serve a minimum of 22 years of his life sentence detective inspector ewan mckeeve the investigating officer from the homicide and major crime command said this is a horrific attack on Miss Dillon. In full view of the general public, Justice Crushank showed a total disregard for human life and executed Miss Dillon in broad daylight. I yeah. like. Oh, go ahead, Cliff. No, no, no. Sorry. Continue. Oh. I like to thank the local community in and around Prout Grove for coming together and providing key witness evidence to help secure today's conviction. There can be no excuse in Crewshank's behavior and hopefully he'll now spend the rest of his life incarcerated, reflecting upon the actions of that night. All right, guys. Mm. That's that's serious. They they can even kill you if you date a man that might know a man with a sword. That's how crazy. It gets. Ah! For a bonus, uh, guess the race. I say believe that racism is a thing of the past white. Right. 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 We're post-racial. Uh, Shirley, what about you? I mean, Club, what about you? I'm going to say uh, white. All right. Let's check the chat room. Oh, wait. Chat room don't need to play this. The correct answer is black. This dude is black, y'all. What? I couldn't believe it. Are that you either. serious? Look at this man. That man will kill you with a sword. It's not even fair. What? Life is so tragic and cruel. All right, guys, we'll be back tomorrow at nine where we should have Olivia on. Some people might know her as Rad Film Lawyer, uh, you know, from, uh, from Twib, um, or you might know her as, uh, I think Film underscore Esquire is her new Twitter, uh, thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow with that. Uh, make sure you check out Chonilla, Chonilla.com, the podcast. Yes, Chonilla.com. The, the website, the Twitter, the Facebook group. They're everywhere, people. Go check them out. Check out Sherasaurus and Clovisaurus on Twitter. Yeah, it's a uh, wonderful podcast for people that are new to us and you like, mm-hmm. who the hell are they talking to from Canada? Go check them out. And we they go, are well worth it. We go way back, man. Like uh, many, many years. Yeah. yeah, we go back years, man. Our, I, our, we go back to like before we had equipment to have people on our podcast. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how yeah. far we go back. <laughs> right. so, you know, that that every once in a while we kind of just link up, you know what I mean? Whether it's on your show or our show, but it's 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 always always a good time. Yeah, yes, you guys sir. definitely family. We love you guys. We love what you do. We hold you very close to our hearts. Yeah, oh, yes. us too, man. Like a sword. Uh, and we'll see. <laughs> well, we won't cut you. I promise. No blood will be drawn. And uh, make sure you guys go to Shadow Dog Productions YouTube page, and make sure you guys also go to Adam and Eve and use code TBGWT. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you, baby. Mwah. I love you too, Clove. <laughs> 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 <laughs>